the Spotify money for this thing. Uh, it's okay. Uh, you didn't use any of the Spotify money uh, for that thing. Wait, we're getting paid to do this? I went first. I've heard about it. <laughs> Greg's over here using the Spotify money that doesn't exist. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to Pink Sock Hi, Podcast. Everyone. Thank you all for joining. Uh, Greg's over here spending all the damn Spotify money on a fucking microphone. Look at him. Can you smell? Spend Dude, it all the money like, we don't have. <laughs> you sound like you belong to syndicated radio. That thing's clear as shit, man. I know. I should um, I should have my microphone up like up here, like Robert Rowe. I love Robert Rowe. I really he do. Does. Yeah, same. Really good. He like he he inspired me to have my microphone up up here. I, I I love Rob, but I got to give him a hard time. My microphone smells funny. Anyway, hi, Just the Facts. Welcome, bro. Uh, if you want to join us, let us know, and we will bring you on. I love talking to him. He's awesome. He's yeah. awesome. But by, by the way, yeah. by the way, I'd feel bad not mentioning it. I was gonna do a lighthearted show today, but our hearts go out to those in Ukraine. Uh, we've got friends that live in the surrounding areas, not in Ukraine, but near Ukraine. So we hope everybody stays safe. I was, uh, <laughs> I know I'm going to get hate for this, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> I love you, Rob. <laughs> but, uh, no, um, I saw this meme the other day, like a picture, and it said, you really think Russia's that far away from the United States? And it shows Alaska, how it's like really close to Russia. And I'm like, you know, it's not attached to the United States. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's just give that to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. people in the comments didn't like Pretty it. I'm crazy like, I'm what's just going on right now. I get that I shouldn't joke like that with what's going on, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> I mean, just let Canada yeah. have it. It's attached to them, not us. <laughs> Could you imagine? Sorry, Jeff. We, we've got a lot of friends in Canada. Well, I do. I don't know about you guys. But, like, Jeff Towers is from Canada. Could you imagine the Canadians fighting the Russians instead of America? That'd be the friendliest fight ever. I'd be, I'd be like, sorry, I, I didn't mean. <laughs> They're like, sorry, Eight. I didn't mean it. <laughs> what, what were you gonna say? You're wearing a Cleveland shirt. You're not even near Cleveland. Yeah, then my team, man. Damn, dude, I'm closer to Cleveland than you are. Unless there's a Cleveland, Australia. Is there? <laughs> <laughs> there is now. <laughs> I was thinking the same as well. Yeah, you are a long way from Cleveland. Yeah, to, well, it doesn't matter. I need to get no. an Australian sports team shirt and wear wear it on the show and have me and Greg wearing the shirts of places that aren't near us. <laughs> That's better. Yeah. I feel more comfortable now like this now. <laughs> you, you are starting to slowly look like somebody that lives in Ohio. Are you trying to move? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of this fucking Australian shit. It's been, it's been, dude, it's been a 
or summer here now has fit has ended because it's the first of March already now. And thank fuck summer is over. <laughs> Cause Bro, it's been a shit summer. <laughs> I feel the same way about our winter. So, it's been weird. Yeah, Hell, I can say about winter. It's weird because Australia has their summer during our winter, and then we have our summer during Australian winter. <laughs> right? Is that correct? Well, correct? you're frozen. Oh, sorry. Uh, can you see me now? Yeah. Greg, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I can. Our summer is during your winter, and your winter is during our summer. Is that correct? I think Greg's frozen. Yeah. Hey, you're breaking up, dude. Hold on. I'll be right back. Yeah. Was he frozen in your end? Um, you froze, and then. Mike froze first, I think. Yeah, it live. It's live. It happens. Is Greg still? Yeah, it happens. But anyway, all back to me now. Anyway, <laughs> what I was saying, <laughs> what, what I was saying is, is Greg, your summer is during our winter. Winter, our winter is during your summer. Yeah, and it's weird. Yeah, I think that's fucking. You guys are so far. Ahead in time, that your seasons are fucked up. You know what's really weird, like how you guys do your dates. Like when you do the date, it's like you put the month, day, and year. We put the day, month, and year. So you guys do things reverse. Yeah, that's weird to a lot of people. I I get that. Um, Americans are fucking weird. I guess according to a lot of people in the chat, the uh, freezing wasn't on my end. I don't know. Problem not on Mike's side. So I don't know what's going on, but it's all right. It's live. It happens, folks. <laughs> aliens are coming. The aliens are coming, and so am I. <laughs> that, that should be on a shirt. Hey, that's a song. <laughs> the aliens are coming, and so am I. That sounds like a uh, Wednesday hey, 13. Was... Sounds like a Wednesday 13 song. Uh, I was going to say it was a ripoff of Love Bites. So do I from Hailstorm. Aliens are coming, and so am I, and so am I. (laughs) What the fuck? Wait out, (laughs) write that song. (laughs) So I'm going to discuss the elephant in the room because it'd be wrong of me not to. Yes, uh, Raven Black is not joining us today because she has a bit of a health problem. Her eyes messed up. She scratched her retina i forget what she said she scratched but she scratched something so hopefully she gets better soon and we are going to reschedule so that's happening you guys are quiet again can you hear me yeah i'm just listening yeah i I remember that day when i was going to get up i'm like okay cool i'm 30 (laughs) minutes early i'm gonna get up and make my cup of coffee check my phone it's cancelled like, well, I uh, even put in the chat, I'm like, we're having a meeting still, and you didn't uh, show yeah, up. But then, I, but then I went back to yeah, I, and then I went back to sleep, and then I yeah. woke back up again, and I said, like, we're having a meeting. I'm like, oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> you had the meeting. <laughs> Robert Rowe lives in Missouri. I forgot about that. I'm going to Missouri in uh, maybe six months, maybe. I don't know yet. 
but <clears throat> they had a weird winter. It was in the 60s and 70s, he said. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, wow. Been, um, it's been pissing down raining here for the last week or two. It's crazy. Damn, it's, it's been, been a warm winter here as well. It's been yeah. We had like a weird winter in Ohio. Like it, we had like a fucking ice storm thing, and then it snowed. And before that, we had a foot of snow, and then it was warm for a few days, and then it snowed again, and then it warmed yeah. up. Now it's been like in the fifties, I think. 30, 30s to 50s so yeah oh by yeah. the way i'm gonna be on dabs with dads again tonight don't miss that that's gonna be fun it's gonna be wild yeah. it's gonna be as it's wild as it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be wild it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be wild it's gonna be crazy okay, let's go. get crazy another song that we just wrote no it's that's that's <laughs> prince saying it let's get crazy let's get yeah <laughs> Ain't gonna let the elevator bring us down. Oh, let's go, let's go. <laughs> we just wrote a print song. What the fuck? <laughs> what is this shit? Oopsies. <laughs> Oopsies. Are you actually 31 years old, Greg? Is that what that shirt means? No, I'm actually 36, man. I'm an old fucker. Damn, I, I feel sorry for our new listeners on Spotify and all that shit because they're like, we can't see this shit. And all over the <laughs> streaming platforms. Yeah, we're available on all streaming platforms. But if you want to get sorry, full, <laughs> if you want if you want to get the full experience, come on the pink sock and check me out. <laughs> yeah, because Clive Jackson yeah. said he had a great time in it last week. Yeah, Clive Jackson before. loves coming. On the pink sock. He does. Was it last week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was last week. You know... <laughs> 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 Sorry. There are a lot of sentences, but yes, it was only last week. <laughs> yeah, I know it was on the show, but was it last week or a week after? <laughs> Fucking Greg's over here week. like, we had Clive Jackson on the show last year. That was last week. <laughs> so that episode you watched, guys, was uh, it was a repeat. We just edit it. <laughs> Even though we we mentioned comments and shit. <laughs> we um we uh we video edited that whole thing. So that interview that he was doing, we stole it from Kathy. Yeah, that wasn't Sorry, even our interview. Kathy. We just like used unused footage. No. Yeah. <laughs> we um we we pay we pay connect with nothing to <laughs> edit that video for us. <laughs> Hey, Connect makes the same amount as I do on this show, then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Pink Sock Pod- <coughs> we, we are available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, all that shit. But if you want the full experience, watch it live on YouTube. Who doesn't like coming on a Pink Sock? I, I mean, I've limited... Uh, how many times I come on a pink sock to once a week because it can get addictive. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got that rash. <laughs> I love you, Greg. <laughs> I mean that in like a heterosexual kind of way. Um, 
Robert Rowe turns 46. 36. I turn 46 on Wednesday. Ah, time flies. Yes, that is so Happy true, Mr. Rowe. Time does fly. Like, I just realized I'm turning 30 this year. Like, what the? What happened? I, find, I find time flies when you hit when you hit 30 anyway. So there you go. Hey, does, yeah. I, I thought time started flying after high school, like when I graduated. Because, like, I don't feel like a whole decade and, like, more and more fucking passed me already. <laughs> like, it doesn't feel like 12 years has passed. Like Before you know it, then you're like, in your 40s. Yeah, I'm, still I'm pink that. sock, and I'm still... <laughs> you see me in the age care, uh, age care place. Do you guys have StreamYard and YouTube? Because I got a podcast. <laughs> Greg, by that by that time, you're gonna have two podcasts. You're gonna have this one and your own, which is gonna be more successful. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be bigger than um, it's gonna be bigger than Ryan's. It's gonna be you're gonna be like as big as Joe Rogan because you look like him. People get confused. They'll be, they'll be yeah. like, "What show am I watching?" Why is he in the nursing home? He shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're you're younger than Rogan. If Rogan's in better shape than you by the time you reach that age, there's a problem. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. How old is Rogan? Because that dude's, I think he's, he's almost 50. Oh, he's and he's fucking he's in his 50s, I think. <laughs> oh, he's still young enough to come on a pink side. Speaking yeah. of, speaking of, um, that's so true. Only, am I the only one that hates it when, like, you're watching porn? Right, hear me out. This is a me and Garak kind of thing. Uh, come, yeah. come back, Naomi. Okay, uh, Garak, uh, <laughs> don't don't it's you hate it? Button. Don't you hate it when you're watching pornography? Okay, and you're like really into it. You're almost finishing, and then position change you see the guy's butthole and you're like ah no no and you start pushing it back in so you don't finish does that happen to you i don't know you froze in my end hold on <laughs> naomi did you hear me yes i did <laughs> okay it's on Garaxon. can you repeat you got it? it yeah for me okay i will repeat it don't you hate it when you are watching pornography Garak? this is intimate between you and me don't you hate when you're watching pornography and you're getting into it, and you're almost done, and then position change. You see the guy's butthole, and you're like, "Oh no!" And you start like trying to push the shit back in so you don't finish. Has that happened to you? No. Oh well, hasn't happened to me either. Uh, hi, Naomi. Um, hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you press the mute button. <laughs> Just a random. No, nope, uh, everything. Okay. See, Greg, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know a, what the issue is. She's such a mother. She has to hear everything. <laughs> Greg, I, do I don't hear everything that's going on. I don't know what the issue Damn. is, but I think we've summed it down to uh, the connection issues on your end. So I don't is it know. Is my end? Yeah, because Naomi can know. hear you and everybody. Yeah, everybody usually it's mine. Sometimes it's mine because, like, I changed my connection and I'm directly connected into my laptop now. Yeah. So it shouldn't skip around like that. Well, let me fix it's it. Okay. I'll just throw it outside the window. It's all right, dude. 
it's yeah. live it happens everybody in the chat's having a good time i just wanted to yeah, figure out i wanted to make sure it wasn't my end <laughs> because it's something that i could fix you know what i mean i need to steal your connection holy shit renee has to go do some lamp business does that mean like she's like pet like walking up to a lamp in the streets and is like, that hey, like that lamp. lamp thing like in that movie ghost or something Lamp business sounds like she runs a genie business. Like, hey, you want a genie? Those, yeah. Sells lamps. Yeah. (laughs) Rub it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) just rub it. I tell, I tell women that that's actually my pickup line. Like, rub it, see what happens. Yeah. Say, I'm, I'm, (laughs) yeah, I'm half freezing. I'm the most to go. (laughs) What's wrong? What's up, Greg? Oh. Andy's will say that um, I'm freezing. Yeah, you're freezing a little bit on my end, but it's nothing major. But I don't know if we're freezing on your end. Am I freezing? Uh, you're not you freezing, but I don't know if we are on your end because maybe your connection's good enough for you, but not good enough for us. He's I don't lagging. know. Well, let hey, Greg, how about let me? Uh, I'll um, I'll do this. Bye. Um, that was Greg. Um, that was a lot of fun. There he is. Yeah. Welcome back. Hello, Bellin. Hello, Renee. Hello, Jackie. Hello, Anders. Robert Rowe. Just the facts. Everyone in the chat. You guys are fucking amazing. For those of you that are uh, listening to this on Spotify, we do have a live chat going. We are live occasionally, uh, usually on Mondays, but sometimes we might be pre-recorded. Depends. Uh, at least our interviews are going to be pre-recorded. Don't say that. Um. So, well, sometimes we got to do it, man. Um, Shh, but it's a fucking secret, dude. <laughs> there's, there's a pink sock lamp as well. Pink sock uh, fairy's creation lamp. Oh, nice! Get a pink sock lamp with like a unicorn. Have the unicorn wearing a pink sock over its face with holes in its eyes, like it's going to rob a bank. <laughs> Rub it five times and you'll get a pink sock out of your lamp. <laughs> That's what I tell the ladies. Rub it three times and you'll get a pink sock. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, we, need yeah. to, we, need to, we need to start our own, like, remember those 1-900 numbers or whatever they were, where it was like, a, call us and talk to the sensual ladies. Like, you yeah. get to talk to, like, these women, and they're like, hi, take your pants off, or something. I don't know how they talk. I never called the number. But... Cool. You sound <laughs> I like how the show gets really crazy at times, and Greg's all for it, and other times he's like, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'll be like, so, ladies. Dude, you want this pink sock experience? You can call us at one eight hundred pink sock, and we no, dude, come on, man, we'll get canceled now. <laughs> no, it's, it's 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 male breasts. Male breasts are fine. Female breasts aren't. That's how it is in the world. Don't smell you know? breasts with the carpet rug on your chest. See, I fucking hate. Okay, this is a great segue. I hate the fact that like women can't show their tits on social media and shit, but men can show their tits. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Because like you can have a dude that has double D titty, and he can shave it, and it looks like a woman's titty, 
but he can show it because it's attached to a man. That's yeah. Yeah. Free the nipple. You have a point there. Free the yeah, nipple. I'm actually going to go one step further and I'm going to start a whole new movement called free the clitoris. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> Release the clitoris and it like fucking comes out of the water and starts eating things. <laughs> free, free the clitoris. No, I never understood why nudity is even a bad thing. Like I get it. Like intercourse on television shouldn't be a thing, but like a boob. Well, that's or, how like, we were brought to this earth. <laughs> yeah, like a boob shouldn't be bad on TV. A little moose knuckle every now and again shouldn't be bad. A camel toe, like I like I understand straight like <laughs> pornography on TV. At least not on daytime TV. Like anything after nine p.m. is fine. Like Howard Stern hours. Um. <laughs> but like, why can't we free the titty? Like, wh- why? And and what I don't, don't make sense is I'm, I was on TikTok the other day, okay, and I had a video removed, and I fought it because I said the word penis in the video. Well, they finally put it back on, but I'm like, you guys do realize that there's a video on TikTok, quite a few, where you can see somebody's whole fucking ass, damn near asshole, and you can see woman damn near like whole nipple, which is fine, it's beautiful, but I can't say penis. Yeah. What like what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, I say that a lot on TikTok as well. You like, yeah, see like women in like skimpy dresses, and we're like, why am I single? Well, because you're see, a I don't, I don't <laughs> mind that, but you don't take me off for saying penis. Hey, Royce, Royce like, in the house. I saw a video of this woman. She was bent over, like lifting weights. Now. I wasn't sexualizing her by any means, but my video had just gotten taken down. So I was a little bitter at this time and she bent over to lift weights and you could see her fucking cracking dude. Like you could see, you could see all the tools she was working with. Like I could have performed a fucking colonoscopy on this. You say she's working with all the tools. <laughs> like, yeah, wow, you she had could see everything. Or what? <laughs> No, you could see everything. The whole meat and veg was right there, dude. Like, you could see it all. And I'm like, and I can't say penis on TikTok. What the fuck? Maybe if you're at the gym working out, you should say it. It was weird to me. Like, I'm all no, for it. Don't say it. I am all for, like, I'm all for nudity of all sexes from the waist up. Um, from the waist down, it should be on na- nighttime television, but it should be allowed. Like, I don't know if it's Australia or what, but there is a country that does have a news channel where the women tell the news naked. Oh, uh, naked news? Yeah, is that Australia? <laughs> <clears throat> is that Australia that has naked news, Greg? I'm pretty sure it would be either America not america <laughs> or maybe europe it would have to be europe because in america that's not going on tv that's going I'm on Pornhub. i'm not sure where <laughs> yeah Anders, I, I, fi- I find it ironic yeah. that andiers was like mike said the p word transmission will break down in five four three two one and then everybody was freezing <laughs> yeah and- andiers like fucked that. with the broadcast <laughs> <laughs> Andrew's fucked with the broadcast. 
Let's bring on, we, we have uh, just the facts in the chat. If you want to join us, brother, go ahead. I'd love for you to join this discussion and hear your take on uh, nudity on television. Because that would be like, I want to hear what other people have to say, but like, I believe at least from the waist up should be allowed to be on daytime television. The waist down should be saved for so like, when the kids are asleep. Huh? So Naked News is a Playboy TV network. Oh, okay. I thought there was actually a Naked News network, though, in Australia or some shit. It might not be on, like, regular nah. TV, but I thought... Yeah, so, yeah. Like, I remember when I was a kid. Now, don't judge me, because you guys might not have had this channel. But I remember when I was a kid, I would turn on the Discovery Channel, and, like, you couldn't find, like... Like, boobs were not allowed on TV when I was a kid. At all. At all. Like, you had to cover up. Unless it was the Discovery Channel. There was a show on there that took place in Africa. Yeah. And these women had their titties all hanging out and uncensored. And the dudes had this stick attached to their dick. It was some wild shit. <laughs> and it was on daytime television. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Wow. And and I never knew, understood what the stick on the dick was for. <laughs> that sounds like a weird rhyme, <laughs> stick on the dick. Boobs are, I mean, women control the world because they got tits. Men are easy characters. Uh, that I mean, sounds like a game. <laughs> stick on the dick? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's sound like, that's... Stick on sounds, the dick. Sounds like a video game. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god, I just yeah, looked up stick. So, um yeah. So naked news is a an American thing. So there you go. Boobs oh, are dangerous. Awesome. Yes, I will agree with Danny there. Well, I just looked up like to find out what the you know? stick is for. So I looked up I looked up stick on the dick Africa and I got a lot of porn. So I don't think I'm ever gonna find out what that's for. Um because I looked up Stick on the Dick Africa and it literally popped up. BBC was the first video that popped up. Oh, right. And there is no stick on his dick yeah. like, no. at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is no stick at all on that. It's just all. You sure it wasn't Pinocchio? Well, you sure it wasn't um, Pinocchio? Uh, what's his name? Pinocchio? Pinocchio? Lie to me. <laughs> Did you know they actually made a Pinocchio porn? It's called Pinocchio. It's called a. Uh, what is it called? Pinocchio or some shit like that. He actually, like, whenever he lies, his dick gets bigger. And the woman's like, lie to me, Pinocchio, lie to me. And it, like, fucking, I didn't watch it, but it, it exists. <laughs> I'm going to look this up. I'd actually be surprised <laughs> if something like that didn't exist. Oh, it does. And so does Buttman and Throbbing mm -hmm. Return of the Poker. <laughs> Buttman and Throbbing yeah. Return of the Poker is a real fucking movie. It's a gay porn and uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, <laughs> I prefer the uh, sequel though. It's art. It's, prefer, it's artwork. I prefer the prequel. The prequel. <laughs> Back in the butt cave. <laughs> yeah. I was checking my Instagram stories um, before I came on up on here, and Ryan Roxy liked the pink sock one that I reposted up on my page. Awesome. So, Ryan, I know you're not watching or listening. 
and shit. Follow me. Actually, Ryan, he loves Pink Sock. It's right. his favorite. Like, like he listens to it while he's jogging. Um, typically. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> no, I'm just making shit up at this point. <laughs> I don't care. Because, like, if he's gonna be listening to us rant, and while he's jogging, he heard something that will make him go off. Like, what happens if he swerve off the jogging rail and I don't know, hit a tree? Dude, he supports this show, so he knows. He knows what to expect. <laughs> yeah, well, he doesn't really have a I, choice, does he? <laughs> I wonder, like, since like we have supporters within that camp on and off, I wonder if Alice has ever listened to this show. <laughs> Just a random tune in. Like, I, I wonder. Well, the interesting things that he watches, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Alice loves old school horror movies. I'm like, yeah. Oh. He does. Uh, hey, Royce, if you want to join us, the link is in the chat. Just the facts. If you want to join us, the link is in the chat. If anyone wants to join us, you guys can jump in here. We'll talk about nudity on television or whatever. Like, well, I just swimming inside of pink sock. Swimming and many wants to know how our days are going. Uh, my day is going. I woke up literally at like eleven, and I'm like, "Fuck, I got to get ready for the show." And then I got out of bed at like eleven forty. I'm like, "Shit, I got to get coffee. I got to." Like I was running around, and I'm like, "What are we gonna talk about?" And I'm like, "Well, shit, let's talk about pink socks, porn, and nudity on television. Why not? I'm on a rant. I get these. My thoughts are weird. Like they'll pop up in my head, and then if I don't get them out, they'll either disappear." Or they'll just build up and they'll get more fucked up and more fucked up. So I got to let it out before it gets worse. Why your pink sock? Yeah, I got to let my pink sock <laughs> out before it gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> so every year, do you have to get a new Cleveland shirt with a different age on it? <laughs> yeah, I got like two um, at the moment. Yeah, this one, I got another one in my wardrobe. So do you guys in Australia think uh, our football teams are a bunch of pussies because we wear helmets? Helmets? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, people in God, Australia... Yeah, people in Australia do not wear helmets when they play football. Them people are fucking beasts. They wear shorts. They go outside in fucking shorts, no knee pads. <laughs> Singlets. Singlets. And the team they're fighting is a bunch of kangaroos. Like, it's real. It's, it's Don't look it up, but it's real. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got, I've got uh, another Cleveland jersey, and then um, it was so I, I got it like maybe two years ago for Christmas. It was so funny. My brother bought me that jersey, and then like, um, it was coming because he got it for America, and when he bought it, I heard on the news he just got traded <laughs> to a different team. So when I got that jersey, he doesn't play for that team no more. Would that be a rare jersey, though? Since no. Okay, I didn't no. know how that works. I don't know anything about sports. I got, yeah, dude. I got, hang on. Can you see the name at the back? Alan. I don't know who Alan yeah, is. Jared Alan. Yeah. He's a guy who's got a massive afro on his head. It's fucking awesome. So he's just me. <laughs> he's got a giant afro on his head. He's just me, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'll see if I can pop up a picture. 
Oh, by the way, guys, if you want to help Pink Sock out with promoting, you no longer have to share a bunch of links. We have allmylinks.com slash podcast. You can go on there, and it has all of our social medias. It has all of uh, where you can find the streaming, all of that shit. Everything's there. And if we add anything, it will be there. I did that because, like, I'm tired yeah. of having to, like, promote right. separately our streaming and everything when everything's just right there at all my links. You can just follow us on everything there. Um, I also have one for myself because yeah. I made a personal yeah, one. We, we uh, I'm not one. done making it yet, so I'm not going to post it yet. But I do have one coming for me as well. Because I'm trying to keep my like personal stuff separate. I'm going to promote on yeah. here, but I'm trying to keep my personal shit separate than Pink Sock stuff. Even though on YouTube, I can't change it. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm going to try to do eventually is... Is Grack, you need to make a Facebook page, like a fan page. And then we can connect oh, Pink Sock to your page as well. Oh, oh Just man. the Facts is going to be joining us in a minute. He has to update his, yeah. his camera software. So he's going to be yeah. joining us. We're just going to have our random discussions. I love how we can have people like that. I'll add that to our show this week. Got to support Pink Sock. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Robert Rowe. It's just an easier way. You don't have to say, thank "Hey, follow Pink Sock on this, this, and this." It's just all there. Everything and like, yeah, it's got our pocket casts on there. It's got Breaker on there. It's got everything. It's got our socials. It's just a perfect uh, place to go. And for those of you that want to make an all my links account for people, all you got to do is go to allmylinks.com, set up your email. You can log in with your email or make a login. And it's free, and you just add all the links that you have, and it's just easier that way. Indeed, and um, pay up. Yeah, and I'm thinking about uh, making ourselves known on OnlyFans. Um, I'm thinking about making a free Pink yeah. Sock OnlyFans and going live on there too. <laughs> A lot is not showing up in the chat. None of just the facts comments and your link to come on. That's because, uh, Royce, you're on Facebook. Just the facts was uh, posting his comments on YouTube. That's why. Uh, the links should be popping up, though, on my Facebook. If not, you're probably on my personal Facebook page. And I will personally send you right now the invite because... I air this also on my personal Facebook page. And for some reason, uh, StreamYard doesn't work with posting comments on personal pages. So if you want to be on the show and shit isn't popping up, either go on the Pink Sock Facebook page and watch this live and click on the link, or I'll send it to you personally. Um, but please All don't. Right. So, um... Also, before we uh, continue going further, guys, please help us out. Uh our buddy AC Slade had a friend die recently, Roger Siegel. I didn't mention that last episode. I feel bad for it. Uh, Roger Siegel died tragically. Uh, he does have a GoFundMe to help with funeral expenses. Please click on the link and donate to that. It's in the uh, description. I'm pretty below. sure they already reached that goal already to what I saw. Okay. If they did, uh, forget that. But if not, please, please, please donate. Um, Royce, we're going to try to get Royce on the show. I just sent you a message, buddy. Uh, it's all there. Uh, Hey, what's up, hey. Justin? Uh, Justin Hi. Sanford of, uh, never wake. Good friend of mine. Go check out never wake. 
they're on Spotify and shit. He's been on the show before. Uh, okay, he's so... gonna be back. He's gonna be back. Uh, what do you guys think of uh, this idea? What do you think of Pink Sock going live on the second day of the week so that we can get more guests? Or should we just pre-record the interviews and go live on Mondays and just show the interview? I want all the fans to know. Now we just need Mike's all my kinks. I do have all my kinks. Uh, that goes with all my links. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw what you were doing there, Adam. You know my kinks, baby. You know my kinks. <laughs> that, sounds, that, that sounds like a rock album. A, a rock is. album, allmykinks.com? Yeah. Okay. He's a, he's a picture of Jared Allen. <laughs> Who's that? That? Is that? That's him. Look at that hair. That's beautiful. Yeah. Dude. That's immaculate. I want hair like that. Is it real? Go back. Yeah, it's real. It's no, so it's not. funny. It's- it's one of them um, things that you put the band on your head, and that's where the hair's at. You ain't fooling me. <laughs> I'm not starting that rumor. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. Yeah. He's, He's a, a beautiful host. man. I'm not into sports, but our I next am now. guest. <laughs> For our next guest. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we should. Uh, I'm not into sports, or I would get guests like that. I don't know much about sports yeah so i i can't really say a whole lot but yeah guys tonight's gonna be litty titty as as well as this show because i'm going to be invading dabs with dads and i'm not just invading i am now going to be the guest co-host nice i'm not i'm not going to go into details but there was drama with the last guy and they i i don't know why they chose me uh matt uh but <laughs> but you, I'm be, you look like a less drama guy <laughs> i don't i try to avoid drama at all costs yes i am controversial at times i'll admit my sense of humor can be controversial but when it comes down to it i, I don't mean harm when i joke the way i do i don't mean any in it and if i offend anyone if it's not directed at you like like with robert i love robert Rowe, and we do tease him he teases us but if it ever gets too far i would stop but like i don't know i never mean harm with my jokes so i try not to start any drama or any of that shit if i'm not busting your balls i don't like you and if i am busting your balls i, I probably still don't like it i don't know <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> if we unfollow you, that means we like you. It's, I don't know, dude. Like, the world we live in is nuts. Nothing fun. Did I tell you guys about this? I have a. Oh, look who's in the house. Royce is here. I think this is weird because Royce in the house is his show. Royce! But Royce is actually in the house. Yeah. Oh, man. He's a. Boy, that light, that, that window behind me is really bright. He's a member of the Sons of Anarchy. Okay, wait, I got to get rid of something. That window behind me is really bright. Oh, there he went. Bye, Royce. Uh, the, the chats. I think he went to shut his curtains. I think he did, and he accidentally left. Yeah. But uh, he'll, he'll be back. Uh, whenever I'm on Royce's show, I kind of feel bad because he has he has a set topic. And I try to stick to it. Like I try to like 
be quiet unlike on this show where i just go into fucked up tangents but i try to be quiet and stick to topic but we never do <laughs> like we never do and here he is but i try yes. to be quiet and stick to topic <laughs> but we never do hey you and, and that's okay <laughs> hey, hey, hey Royce, you got YouTube playing in the background. If you if you can uh, pause your YouTube video real quick. Hey Royce, you got YouTube playing uh, Okay. Yeah, if you can pause that YouTube video or Facebook, because we hear an echo. Okay. There we go. That's better. Is this better? Yeah, how you doing, yeah. boys? I'm doing okay. I, I uh, whenever I'm on your show, because I'm a very like out, I'm out there. I try to like <laughs> let you guys talk, so that's why I'm quiet sometimes. And then like I feel bad because like I'll try. I, to I hadn't I hadn't noticed. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'll try to stick to topic on your show, and then we just like. <laughs> Because you'll mention like an artist that I like, like that's connected to that. Right, artist. right. Next thing you know, we're going on a full fucking biography on a completely different <laughs> artist. Well, you know, I, I don't really care to stick to topic, to be honest with you. I mean, I like it to just spread out, you know. Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Royce, no, go I'm ahead. Like, we're going to give you the floor real quick, Royce. Go ahead and promote yourself. Oh, okay. Hi. Uh, <laughs> YouTube channel, Royce in the House. I have multiple playlists. Uh, you know, the big, the big one is the live podcast where we talk about music and we're trying to branch out there. You know, we've, <laughs> we're on the second and third time around on certain bands and artists. And, and uh, I just kind of finally concluded before the end of the year that just vital album unboxing is not sustainable and that's why i was saying i like that we branch out i've been branching out you know i've done a muhammad ali show and uh i did a woodstock show and i've been trying to pick shows that are not just vinyl album unboxing let's just talk about something you know a fun topic i've got several things i'm working on i got several people i'm working on and uh and some of them have nothing to do with music. They're just fun topics, you know. Like, I've got a good friend. His name is Gary Bang. And he used to be the largest aftermarket supplier of Harley-Davidson parts in the entire world. In fact, he wound up with the Bar & Shill logo. He used that on his packaging, the same Bar & Shill logo that Harley-Davidson used. And they went to patent it, and they find, found out that he patented it. <laughs> and there's a whole lot more to that story and how it turned out really well for Gary. To give them their bar and shill logo but anyway make a long story short I, i'm trying to branch out i do have other playlists i have my tours of famous places and of course being a contractor i have a royce construction where i've got a lot of how-to videos one of them just hit a thousand views um and it's like a eight minute video just hit a thousand views and i've got a uh you know my wife and i are both real estate agents too and so I've got a Royce and Betty Eddings, the Eddings Group at Navigators Real Estate thing. So, but 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 the ones that uh, and and that also has a lot of tours in it, tours in it as well. In fact, my uh, Cayucas Walkabout, Cayucas, California, which is next to Morro Bay, it's got like one point two thousand views now. It's, there's some fun videos in there away from the live podcast, just pre-recorded stuff. But I'm going to be doing a lot more of those, you know. Um, I'm going to be, I'm working on a, uh, you know, Cecil B. DeMille's, um, the 10 commandments uh, they, they filmed the, they filmed the first one of those 35 minutes from here in Guadalupe on the beach. 
and it was the largest movie set ever made. And so when it came time to, to tear it down, they just dug a big hole with bulldozers and pushed it all <laughs> into the hole and covered it with sand. And so these artifacts, as the dunes shift and stuff, people are going out there and finding pieces of pharaohs and stuff like that, you know? And so th there's a lot of, lot of fun stuff going to be coming up and uh, appreciate you guys coming and watching. And uh, Mike, Mike has been a fantastic co-host. We had a lot of fun last night. You know, with Mike, there's always going to be a lot of laughs, you know, so we have a great time. Thank I you. I try. I don't know, like, if you have, like, stipulations on what's allowed to be talked. Because some people don't like cussing on their shows. So I try to watch myself on other people's shows. <laughs> but, but... Well, you know, uh... <laughs> well, well, granted, it could get out of control, but I, I do it myself, too, you know. I mean, we're all human and we talk the way we talk is it's hard to be somebody completely different when you're on a show, you know. Well, I'll do all due uh, respect though. I know that you're you don't give a shit that people know, but when we do your show, it's at night. So I hit yeah. my vape pen, you had your edibles, we had a little bit too much in us, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my best drink was the liqueur I was drinking over here on the side, you know, a couple of double shots in there because uh it's just butterscotch liqueur and you put it in uh like some hot, you know, uh, hot drink, and it's just like really good, you know. Oh, I mean, good. very, very tasty. Hey, hey, Royce, I'm gonna help you out if you're interested. I'll tell you how to do it, but okay. it is a lot of work. So if you don't want to do it, I get it. But we did recently go on all streaming platforms. If you're interested in doing that with Royce in the house, I can show you how. Okay. Oh, uh, that's cool. It's actually free uh, for anybody that okay. runs a podcast. Um, you just have to, what sucks, I had to do this. You have to download all of your episodes off YouTube and then okay. you have to convert them to MP3, which I can do for you and send it back to you uh, gotcha. if I have time, but convert it to MP3 or you can do it in StreamYard because StreamYard has your shit saved. You can just download them in MP3. Okay. But you might want to get an external hard drive for that. And then you go on a website called anchor.fm, make an account. Okay. And then you have to do like your description and shit of the show. And then you have to okay. upload each episode individually with the title and the uh, description and the upload date and shit if you want. To. Okay. And then you would just upload it that way, what season it is and what number of episodes. It's a well, let me, let me ask you a question. Like, you know, even even on StreamYard where I, where I do mine, um, you get the option to go Facebook and StreamYard, you know, or Facebook and YouTube. I'm sorry. <clears throat> and uh, the, the first couple of times I picked both. Why not? Right. Yeah. But then there was like two separate chats running that wound up. I don't think they ever wound up being combined. And so it was kind of a little bit odd. I don't oh, know. No. If you what, what, what happens is, and this is an issue I'm having and what you had in the chat. Um, okay. And whenever I stream on a personal Facebook page, it doesn't let me upload comments. So any comments that I put like, links and shit okay. doesn't go to my personal page it goes to the actual pages like the business pages like my mike usnick fan page or whatever you want to call it and yeah. the pink sock page and then it goes to youtube for some reason they don't do personal pages gotcha okay um, no like yeah. right now right now i'm looking at the chat and and anders just made a comment to me but and and that's the last thing on the chat. There's no place beneath it for me to type like I normally would if I wanted to respond. Oh, that's because for some reason on StreamYard, if you're a guest, you can't leave a comment. I don't get it. Okay, okay. I don't <laughs> get right. it. I don't that know makes why. Sense. 
I don't know okay. why you should be able to under your own name. I don't get it. But StreamYard is a, a somewhat new service and they are okay. updating every day. So they might change that. Right. They might change that. Well, Anders, th thank you for the comment. You know, um, yeah, feel free anytime to jump in. We try to have fun on the show. We're not as funny as Mike, but we get him on a lot. So <laughs> it, I, I it, 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 it raises the it raises the comedic level of all of us. Mike's on. <laughs> see, I like. There's enough of me to go around. At least that's what I say in order. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> there's enough of me to go around. I mean, yeah. I just saw my I just saw my friend Kate and Kate. If you're listening, I, I can't I can't type anything. <laughs> Um, if you want if you right. want to i don't know it's weird because you should be able to because the way the chat works in Streamyard, you can see you should be able to see everything on facebook and youtube but when you're on I facebook see. you can only see facebook when you're on youtube you can only see youtube it's it's weird um but yeah yeah, yeah. We, before before i wasn't seeing half the post half the chat post and then when i switched over to facebook now i can't comment but I switched to Facebook yet, but yet I'm in StreamYard, so it's a little bit weird. <laughs> Shit's weird. It's really yeah, odd. Yeah, yeah. It's off, but it's all right. It's all right. Right, right. But yeah, you can find this episode, Royce, on Spotify and shit tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. I upload typically at night because that's when they allow me to download. It takes like hours before it's able to download, and then we upload it. So, yeah, you know, Kate, Caitlin and I, uh, we talked a little bit last night after the show, and you know, a lot of people don't know, but we had a bet. And I don't know how I got sucked into this, but I did. And uh, it, it was the Super Bowl. And I'm a old Niners fan. But, you know, I live in Southern, I live in California, you know, and the Rams are right there. When I first moved to California, the Rams were the team because I was living in Southern California. So I can't say that I'm not a fan of both, but I got to see a lot of Niners game. A friend of mine had season tickets. And so we made a bet, you know, if the uh, Rams won, uh, I had to sing a monkey song of Caitlin's choice on, on her show, and if uh, and vice versa, you know, if the if the Niners won, she had to sing a song on my show. So she picked the last train to Clarksville, and I haven't sung it yet, but I do have to, I do have to sing the last train to Clarksville, and Caitlin's going to have that on her show, Caitlin's Corner. <laughs> That's awesome. So, I, I'm kind of. Kind of semi looking forward to that. <laughs> where, where can we find Caitlin's corner, by the way? Caitlin, are you? Uh, yeah, last train to Clarksville. Caitlin, tell tell the good folks where they can find your channel. Ooh, we have a guest coming on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what's that? He's on speaker waiting, right now. I was waiting for you to answer the phone, put it on speaker. I'm like, we have a guest right now. It's uh. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin said, "Hang on." So she's getting she's getting the information. Also, Royce, what might help you is on YouTube. Um, you can actually uh, change your URL to be like YouTube.com/slash Royce in the house, so people don't have to type in YouTube.com/slash U eight nine five G. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because uh, it's 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 uh, YouTube's a pain in the ass when it comes to that, but I think right. You should yeah. have enough subscribers to do it. I think it's after, I think, 200 subscribers or something that you can do it. Yeah, I just hit 260. You know, it's it's a long climb to the top, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, it is, dude. Uh, I feel you. We started around the same time, didn't we? Uh, maybe so, yeah. yeah. Two years ago is when I started. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I would have started about that long. No, not not quite that long ago. I was I was making videos out on my construction site, and so when I finally did this, I you know I, I created a construction Royce construction, uh, you know, uh, playlist, and put them all on there. But I don't. In some some of those are two years old, but I but they came in you know later. They didn't come in, they didn't come in right after I made them. But uh, I've got a bunch of other stuff to load. We made a trip to Europe, and I made quite a few little videos there. And I, I did post a couple. I talked last night about uh, I, I made two with Jordan the Lion. Jordan the Lion was over there when we were there, and we did a video in the alley. And they say this may be the first rock video ever made. And Bob Dylan made it, and Bob Dylan was being uh, criticized for using foul language, <laughs> popular topic, using foul language in his video, uh, Subterranean Homesick Blues. And he wasn't using foul language, and he wanted to prove it. So he went into this alley in London, and he had all these big white placards that he was holding with the words to his song. And while the song played, he'd hold up those words, toss it, hold up the next batch of words, toss it. And there was no curse words in that video. And so Jordan the Lion said, hey, let's go make this video uh, on subterranean homesick blues in this alley over here. So we went over there. And so Jordan's phone is playing that video of Bob Dylan. I'm filming that video <laughs> as well as Jordan and I and the alleys behind us. And if you and if you look in that alley, even where the construction has taken place, it hadn't changed in like 50 years. It looked just like it did when Bob Dylan made the video. But it, it, it was it was a lot of fun. And then we went over to the uh, a separate video. And these are in my tours of famous places playlist. We went over to another and made another video at Harry Nielsen's flat where Mama Cassid died, you know. And also where uh, Keith Moon had died in the same room in his flat in London. And we made a video there and talked about that a little bit. And they're short videos. They're not long videos. So, but anyway, um, but, it, but it was fun. It, Jordan's a super nice guy, you know. That kind of reminds me of, um, and this is a little crazier, uh, Frank Zappa got in a problem because similar to Bob Dylan, he got like a lot of people went after him for his album jazz from hell. And that was the first album to have a parental advisory sticker for okay. explicit lyrics. And it gotcha. was an all instrumental album. Oh, okay. It's there all instrumental. Is. Yeah. Explicit lyrics, right? <laughs> yeah. He got an explicit lyrics, parental advisory sticker on an all instrumental album. And <clears throat> to add freaking insult to injury, <laughs> Uh, Frank Zappa had a song on that album that was banned from radio play due to its lyrical content. <laughs> How does that happen? I don't get it. <laughs> and it was an instrumental song. Maybe maybe it was the one with him sitting on a toilet on the front on the cover. <laughs> but what's hilarious about Frank Zappa? He actually said that in an interview. He's like, a lot of people don't know what I do. All they know is I sit on a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm moving my head back and forth, trying to block the light coming through my window. There we go. That's that's a little bit okay. Uh, anyway, if I, if I tried doing that, I'd look like this the whole show. <laughs> right. Maybe I'd look really uncomfortable. My head. You know, last night I, I pulled a few Alice Cooper albums out because the show was on Alice Cooper and his life, and there was the the one that came out with the pink panties in it, right? And somebody yeah. said, "Oh, is that the one with the pink panties?" I go, "Yeah," and I'm searching and I'm searching, and they're not in there. Well, this morning I come in and I sit at my desk and I feel something under my foot and I look down and there's the pink they fell out of the box. they fell out of the album on the floor. We're laying on the floor while I was looking for them. 
if i was if i was mike i would have said i put them on i tried them on before the show and forgot to take them off or something maybe had maybe had that maybe we had them hiding just below my my sweatpants and it showed the top of them. <laughs> royce you stole my joke i was gonna say the panties came in blue and pink and they both felt the same <laughs> the pink panty podcast yeah, yeah. Pink, pink socks. Yeah. Right. That's what pink socks need to do. We need to make panties. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we should make panties. We should as make long as under- not flammable. We should make whitey tighties that are pink, and on the back it says, "My other sock is pink." <laughs> <laughs> My other pink sock is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so hey royce you like my new shirt let's see what does it say ask you asked me about my pink side yeah that's pretty good you know you know last night i was looking for a nice button-down shirt to wear and stuff and i went what the fuck am i doing it's alice cooper so i put my i put my sons of anarchy on you know well, <laughs> i thought I that would looking, be way more appropriate. i didn't have a chance to go through my uh because i do have an alice cooper vinyl collection but i didn't have a chance to go through that I, um, and I, I don't know if any of you ever watched the movie Sons of Anarchy. It was a series. Yeah. It was it was it's a takeoff a of the Hell's Angels. No. It was like my favorite show. I love that show, you know. Anyway, so I had to buy a little bit of stuff here, you know, hoodies. By the way, shirts. from my understanding, the Hell's Angels really hate it when you go into their clubhouse wearing a cut that has Sons of Anarchy on it. They hate that. Well, you know what? And I've heard the same thing, but let me tell you something. One of my na- – well – Two of my neighbors were really good friends with the Hells Angels. My next door neighbor uh, was getting in a lot of trouble in high school and he joined the military and uh, he joined the military because his dad was career military and uh, all of his friends joined the Hells Angels. And when he came out, he became a police officer in San Francisco and his friends were all Hells Angels. In fact, one of them, uh, Fuki, helped, uh, helped, um, you know, uh, Sonny Barger incorporate all of them under one, you know, corporation, the Hells Angels. And so Pete remained friends with them. In fact, they gave him a chopper once, you know, <laughs> and uh, he, he had a good time because that was back during the summer of love and everything. And the Hells Angels became usually popular, you know, and uh, at that time, because uh, they, they had their long hair before anybody else did. And they just fit right in and became, you know, kind of iconic. And Pete was friends with them, but at the same time, they were sending him down to uh, the Golden Gate Park where, you know, Janis Joplin and uh, all these great bands, uh, Grateful Dead, they were all playing free shows, free concerts at, great, at, at that park, and everybody was on LSD. And they'd send Pete down there undercover. You know? Oh, shit. <laughs> and, and Pete was a character, you know. We, we'd go to Mexico surfing. We'd drive down uh, northern Baja and the first thing he did would try to, you know, like I said, ex-cop, try to find somebody to go into town and buy pot for him and bring it back. You lived a hell of a life. Don't go any further than that, but, but, um, so my other neighbor around the corner, he's got this insane business. He makes the biggest scissor lifts in the world. The only ones that can go all the way up and work on the biggest jumbo jets and stuff. And he sells them all over the world. Has warehouses over in Europe and stuff. And he's super good buddies with the Hell's Angels. He's he donates to all their causes. He furnishes a hundred bikes every year to their bike raising thing. And okay, back to Sons of Anarchy. That's why I brought this whole thing up. 
And when they were, when it was the last episode, the one that Jax got killed in, la very last episode, you know, season seven, uh, he got all his Hell's Angels buddies got together with him and they watched the last episode together. They actually loved the show. You know, they don't love it when you walk in wearing, you know, Sons of Anarchy colors, but they did, they did love the show. Yeah, they love the show, but it's disrespectful to go into a well, uh, yeah, wearing the yeah. cut of somebody else that doesn't even exist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. But like I said, they, they did love the show, and you know, I, I've met a few of those guys. In fact, in fact, when Fuka used to come down from the Oakland Club, my next door neighbor Pete's Pete's good buddy that he grew up with, uh, I'd be out on the construction site, and Pete called me saying. Hey, how come you didn't answer your phone an hour ago? I go, why? What's up, Pete? He goes, well, Fuki and the guys came down and we went out to sushi down at the Carlton and we, we called you and invited you. And it's like twice I got that call and missed it, you know? And that would have been fun. He goes, you should have seen the look on these, <laughs> these older women's faces when these Hell's Angels walked into this pretty posh restaurant wearing their colors. It's like dropping their glasses on the floor and stuff, you know? <laughs> One man that I give applause to because he had balls, uh, agree with what he did or not. Hunter S. Thompson, when he wrote the book Hell's Angels, yeah, he got in a lot of trouble within the Hell's Angels for that book because he almost got beat to death, right? Because he stepped in between an angel and his wife, and, right? Because the Hell's Angels beat uh -oh. his wife, and Hunter came in between yeah. them and he got the shit beat gotcha. out of him. Wow, I'm like, did you hear that story? Uh, not 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 this this one i've heard some others you know yeah hunter was uh on a tv show being interviewed and they brought the hell's angel on that was there and gotcha. they were, and they were both talking back and forth and howard pretty much called the guy a coward for beating his old lady like he, oh, on man. television he's like wow. i don't care he's like i don't care about you guys being intertwined and you have to defend one another but if you defend somebody who beats their wife you're a coward is what he said on television wow well, you know, I, I used to ride, I had three Harley Davidsons back before the recession. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I came out with no Harley Davidsons. But anyway, um, I used to ride my, one of my bikes to the Laughlin River Run in Laughlin, uh, Nevada every year. You know, I don't know if you know much about Laughlin, but there's all along the Colorado River, there's casinos, you know, and uh, my friends all like to play at Harris. So they always had Harris cards and one of a couple of them were high rollers. So we'd get all kinds of special treatment when we went. But anyway, so I'm 2002. I'm at Harris. We all are, and uh, and the Mongols, a motorcycle club out of L.A. Well, they're kind of nationwide now too, but uh, they were kind of at war with the Hell's Angels. You know, they, they still are. From my they still are, they still are. But so, and they under some corporate name, they booked all these rooms. So here I'm at Harris. It's like me and the Mongols. You know. <laughs> and uh and down at the flamingo you know a few casinos down is where the hell's angels are always stayed so they were down there and sonny barger was down there signing his uh autographing his new book for people so i'm standing i'm sitting in there it's like two o'clock in the morning and i'm playing a quarter machine you know about to pass out you know drinking all night and stuff and and uh and all of a sudden i hear pop 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 and i'm like what the fuck it sounds like gunshot you know, I know it's not firecrackers. I know what guns sound like. And I looked around and I, you know, nobody was moving. And all of a sudden it, it happened again. And a, a human wave of bleeding people came rushing past me. I mean, there was blood at my feet on the carpet, you know. And, uh, and, the, and the Hells Angels had found out that one of their members on the way to the run um, 
was shot and killed by the Mongols while he was on his bike. You know, I think they opened the van doors or something and blew him off his bike, something like that. So anyway, so I'm like right in the middle of this, this craziness. And, uh, in fact, I have pictures of it in the whole story written up and stuff like that. Anyway, so I'm right in the middle of all this craziness and people are running back and forth bleeding and trying to get on elevators and there's blood pouring off their arms and down their bodies and stuff like that. And people, some people died too. And, uh, I guess undercover was anticipating something, you know, Las Vegas Metro. They were almost instantly running through screaming everybody on the ground face down. So I'm laying on the ground and I reach up and hit the button to collect my ducats. And, uh, and so I get held in a room for 16 hours. You know, I'm wearing my, my favorite flame skulls, <laughs> whatever shirt, you know, and they don't know, you know, who I am. Am I in one of these groups or, or just some idiot? in the wrong place at the wrong time, which was the case. But anyway, so uh, I get held for 16 hours with a bunch of other people that were on the floor and Las Vegas Metro is interviewing everybody to find out who the hell we are. And so I, after 16 hours, I sit down, you know, I'm like all weary and stuff. And they're like, okay, who are you? I'm like, Roy Settings, what do you do? I'm a contractor. Well, what are you doing here? I come here every year. So it's a river run. You know, several hundred thousand people come here every year. They go, okay get the hell out of here i was kind of pissed off being talked to so rude what's that have you ever seen that episode of that 70s show where they accidentally ended up illegally in canada and they <laughs> held them for hours leo was sitting, yeah. leo's sitting there who's played by tommy chong and the Canadian border patrol is like, what's your business in Canada? And he's like, what's your business in Canada? <laughs> and they're like, well, what are you doing in Canada? He's like, what are you doing in Canada? <laughs> like, he refused to answer any questions and ask them the same number. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I didn't see that. But so what, what was kind of crazy, though, is like, of course, you could, you know, right outside the motel room windows were some bodies that were covered up in the parking lot and stuff like that. It, it, the whole thing was kind of weird, but so I just assumed Sonny Barger was no longer at the Flamingo autographing books. Right. So, you know, I, I'm kind of bummed. I didn't get my, my autograph book the day before uh, of all the things I could be bummed about. I'm worried about my autograph book. So we walked out of the Flamingo. We're walking from casino to casino. There's, there's little concerts playing in the parking lots, you know, surrounded by bikes and stuff. And uh, we get to the Flamingo, and lo and behold, there's Sonny Barger sitting there autographing books. <laughs> so I got all these pictures of me and Sonny together and my arm around him. And, uh, you know, I'm bent down the huge shit-eating grin on my face, smiling, you know, like he's my best friend in the whole wide world. And uh, I've got all these pictures with me and Sonny. And I have, of course, the autograph book. <laughs> so anyway, that, that's the story. And uh, I had a lot of fun on those runs. You know, a friend of mine got us his easy top tickets. And uh, that was just a fantastic show. And another friend of mine that was kind of a high roller, and they gave him front row to everything. He, he's the kind of guy, if I, if we wanted to go see a fight in Vegas, they would send a jet to pick us up because it was Dave. And Dave spent you know, enough money to buy the jet. But anyway, so I uh, got, got a lot of uh, special stuff because of some of these guys. But So we're back there, and Dave's got front row tickets to see. Um, uh, let's see. Who was that? Um, not the Grateful Dead. That was with Jay. Jay, when he had two tickets, Dave was bummed. It was uh, so hard to... What was the name of that damn band? Anyway, we're sitting in the front row, and there's all these... I think I mentioned this last night. All these, like, 
really drunk, drunk people dancing around with beers in their hand right next to us up by the stage. And they keep spilling beer on my buddy Dave, who's at the end of the aisle. And uh, he goes and complains, and they make them all go sit down. And 10 minutes later, they're back spilling beer on him. By the second song, Dave just stomped out of the show. I sat there and watched it by myself. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that, that was there was a lot of fun trips back there. We'd, we'd take off and, and go all over the place on our bikes, you know. Uh, go down to Lake Havasu. We'd go up to, uh, to Oatman, a little mining town up in the mountains, you know. And the, all the donkeys would just walk up and down the streets, you know. Have you'd you ever park been to bike. a donkey show? <laughs> I've, been to Mexico, <laughs> I've been to Mexico a lot of times, and I know what you're talking about, but I... The closest I've come is watching The Godfather when they were in Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that no. don't know what a donkey show is, please don't Google it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's not literally just a donkey show then. <laughs> oh, no, a donkey show is, it's a nice, it's like a sporting event. You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> um, okay, I, I'll let the cat out of the bag. A, don <laughs> a donkey <laughs> I'm sorry for I'm sorry for interrupting your story <laughs> with the donkey show, but it's kind of like a donkey punch, like Greg said. It's when a uh, you pay like $10, I think, uh, at the door, and you go in, and it's like a little sporting event. You sit down in your chair, you get your popcorn, you get your hot dog, and you sit there, and you see stirrups, and you're like, what the fuck's that for? And then you see this <laughs> lovely lady come out with a donkey, and you're like, oh, it's a magic show, and it is. It really is a magic show. Uh, she gets under the stirrups and is sitting there and this donkey jumps up and she's naked and this donkey starts riding this woman. And yeah, it's... It's a very yeah, different no. donkey show to what I know of. A donkey's riding, a donkey rides on beaches in the UK. <laughs> well, in, in Mexico, little, little donkeys donkey ride bitches. They don't ride on beaches. They ride on bitches. <laughs> From riding oh on beaches God. to bitches. So, yeah, back to your <laughs> That's story, crazy, boys. but you know, I I heard about this stuff a long time ago. You know, uh, you know, a lot of the older guys that I knew growing up in Vegas area, they'd take their cars down to get them upholstered in Tijuana. It was like a it was like hundred and sixty dollars. You know, new seats, new door panels. You pay another eighty bucks, they do your headliner. You'd come back with beautiful tuck and roll or diamond tuck interior, and they'd come back with all these crazy stories like that. You know. And uh, they say, you got to take your own thread, though. They use cheap thread. It'll start coming out right away. So they'd buy this real thick thread and, and make the guys at the upholstery shops use it. And they say, and you got to watch them, too, because they'll stuff the seats with weed and then come and cut your seats open in the middle of the night and take all the weed out of it when you get home. So all kinds of just the stories were just endless about trips to Mexico. And Royce over here, he heard that, and he went to the event and started cutting the seats himself. <laughs> <laughs> got to be here somewhere. <laughs> you know what always confused me when I was a kid? Speaking of weed, people would always say, like, look out uh, in the candy. People are putting uh, drugs in the candy. Nobody's giving out edibles. That shit's expensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if you go on Wednesday, uh, <laughs> this one place down here has uh, has a sale, you know on Wednesday where it's like buy two, get one free of these damn things, you know? And, uh, 
I love them things. I had those when I was out there. Arizona yeah, sells them too. And, you know, it, and these are called, these are made by Wild, and it's called Wild Wednesday. And that's what, that's what we drive down there on Wild Wednesday. They're pretty and, good. Uh, yeah, you, you know, and uh, my wife needs them to sleep. She has a hard time sleeping, and so that's that's kind of why we started getting them. Well, but we really also have fun. The early days of edibles, like when I say early days, this was only like 10 years ago, but weed has only recently started being this acceptable. Um, it yeah. used to be the edibles, you'd eat it and it tastes like straight weed. Now it's dangerous because it tastes like no, the it candy. It tastes like really good candy, you know, like all the yeah. Like all the healthy vitamins today. <laughs> yeah, so you're like, you're eating this candy and then you start feeling the effects 40 minutes later. Now you got a oh whole box God. of candy. Yeah, you know, sometimes it takes a while and you forget about it, and all of a sudden you can't understand why you feel so fucked up. You know? Well, like, yeah, in the words going of, on? of why is my mind farting around? Well, what they always said is edibles don't start working until you start talking shit on them. Like you're like, this ain't shit. <laughs> That's when they start working. Right, right. <laughs> good, good point, you know. Speaking of, by the way, uh, I'm going to be on Dabbing with Dads tonight. Um, it's actually on youtube now just look up dabbin with dads without the h and with it's w-i-t how do you spell it hold on i'm gonna put it in the chat here and i'll pop it up oh okay um the show's dabs with dads but this is the channel's name dabs with oh i see it dabbin dabbin with dads i'm not a dad and i don't dab but i'm on the show i'm a co-host today That's pretty funny, yeah. <laughs> now, what what is dabbing with dads about? I mean, it's um, it's a cannabis related show. Oh, we just, gotcha. Okay. We don't always just discuss cannabis, but it's very cannabis themed. Right. Right. Um, they uh, Matt, who's the host, Matt brownie. Cooper. <laughs> Matt Cooper, yeah, who's Matt, Anders is talking about a good brownie. And when we were over in Europe a couple of years ago, and we were in Amsterdam, you know. And uh, they were going, well, you know, if you're looking for that, you'd find the, the most narrow alleys and there's little coffee shops in them, you know, and all those coffee shops. In fact, in fact, now that I'm thinking about it, I was talking about some of my uh, travel videos, tours of famous places on my YouTube channel. I have one of me being in a head shop in, in Amsterdam. And I'm asking the guy about all these different kinds of weed and hashish and it was actually kind of fun in there, you know. And we we did get some brownies, I have to admit, you know. And, and, okay. and I, I I have to oh. make an announcement randomly, uh, Royce. I just received a text. Dad's with Dad's has been postponed till next Monday. Oh, okay, okay. Um, he just found out some personal problems within his family, and he's got to take care of it. So we're not oh, doing I'm sorry. tonight. Yeah, it it's all right. I'm free next week. I'm just going to be tired of shit, probably. Oh, we're being joined with just the facts. Um, oh, good. Um, I would like to go back to an earlier topic because I really want to know your guys' thoughts on this. What okay. do you guys think of in 2022, it is still unacceptable for women to show their nipples, but men can. Well, I think I prefer the European model. <laughs> you know? like, I, think I, I think, you know, we're, we're looked at a lot of the European countries look at America as a pretty prudish country, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the religious right is very strong and stuff like that. I'm not complaining about that, but I'm just saying that, um, you know, there's a lot of things that we can't do here, you know, that they do all over Europe as far as yeah. like nudity and breast nudity and stuff like that. 
and um yeah i yeah i i think that i think that it should be allowed myself you know i think anything that, that must come waist, as a big surprise to everybody <laughs> as i say anything from the waist up should be allowed on daytime television anything from the waist down should be allowed on after 9 p.m well <laughs> yeah yeah what do you think dan you you, yeah, you got dan, how, how are you dan how you doing uh, i'm still holding up i guess oh good now, as far as the nudity thing, I think, you know, I see, I remember the old days, we used to have microwave TV. And uh, you, if you aimed your microwave dish just right and you try to unscramble, you might see a boob every now and then. That was the big thing. You know? And I think, you know, if you show it all the time, it loses, you know, its uniqueness, you know. Right. Leave something for the imagination. Imagination is a great thing to have. Well, yeah. when I was when I was a kid, obviously I'm younger than you. We had a AOL dial-up internet, so you had to like masturbate in sections because it would keep buffering. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's terrible. And well, then and then well, you use up all the data. You'd be in the room trying to hide from parents or whatever, and your mom would answer the phone, and then the internet would stop. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that uh, horrible dial tone? Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. So, Dan, you think like it should just be left for part time? Yeah, at least make some money off of it. I mean, you know, if you're showing for free, that's that's something I've kind of you know, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of changing what I'm doing now because I, I discovered virtual reality. Oh my god, that is so cool! And. Virtual reality in 3D. Virtual reality porn is a different thing. You're over there dodging cum shots like the Matrix. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, whoa, shit. <laughs> so yeah. what are you doing on virtual reality, bud? Uh, what, what I'm, actually, I'm going to start doing uh, kind of like what Royce does, where he goes around to famous places and kind of tours them. Well, I'm going to do it in 360. Wow. And, uh, you know, That's cool. It's so much easier to shoot too. That's one of the 360 is probably the one of the easiest videos to shoot. All you do is hold right. your monopole up and it's recording everything. Then when you get back to your editing, that's when you tell where in that 360 sphere you want to do your shot. And you can transition all over that 360, you know, in the editing process, the post production part. So, you know, so you can actually watch it in 360 or you can do it to 16 by nine, make it a regular video. But you have so much, so much material out there that you can, you can pan over to another shot. You can go up to the sky. You know, all that's done in the editing, and and it's so stable. It is very, very stable because it's recording everything all the time. And I thought, man, that that makes it so much easier. So, for someone interested in this, how much does one of those cameras cost? Well, I'm going. Uh, I, I've purchased a couple of cameras, and I'm kind of on the high end of the consumer. Once you get to the pro, you're talking thousands of dollars, you know, up to $35,000 for a camera. Oh, yeah. You, you, you're you looking at paying that much for a regular camera to shoot like concerts and shit. Well, for the consumer, for the consumer, they've actually come down in price. You know, I bought my first 360 camera back in uh, 2017 for the total solar eclipse. Mm -hmm. And uh, they weren't perfected back then. They, the resolution wasn't very well, wasn't very good. And things in the distance looked blurry. Well, in the past five years, they've improved them where you're now shooting five, 5.7 uh, K. I mean, it's clear, crystal clear. 
And uh, so I've invested into a 360 camera and I'm thinking about getting a 3D, a 3D camera as well. And they're running the 3D camera is about 800 bucks. Uh, same okay. thing, same thing with the 360, a good 360 camera run you about 800 bucks. Of course, then you've got all the accessories, the batteries, the carrying case. I mean, you know, it's easy to spend a thousand bucks on each camera. Yeah. Cause I've uh, been looking into photography for like nature photography, concert photography, just photography in general and them cameras, they can get a bit pricey. Even the regular ones just for taking pictures at concerts and shit. If you're looking, you're looking at one to two grand. See that's, one of the, see, that's one of the things I want to do with live bands. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've done search on the internet, and there's not a lot of bands that have even done 3D uh, or 360 videos. Uh, Metallica has a couple of them out there. Hell uh, yeah, did it. Oh, did they? Yeah, for their music video for X. Not live concert video, but they okay. did do uh, for a music video. Yeah, live concert's pretty cool. Uh, Volbeat did one that I was really impressed. They had like three or four 360 cameras all over the place. One of them's on one of them's on a crane, uh, so you got a lot of overhead shots where you're looking down, you're hovering over the people, then you zoom right in on the stage. You're with the with the, the musicians. That's cool as fuck. You know, wow. So I'm what I want to sure do? Parkway Drive did that too. With the you know, one of the things I want one of the things I want to do though, uh, you know, I'm only going to have one camera. So mm -hmm. you know, when I do when I shoot a video, I'm going to have to be on stage, just kind of moving the camera around. I don't have to aim at anything. I just walk around with a with my pole. And get all the material. Well, let, let, let me ask you, Dan. A friend of mine's got a show called, it's a YouTube show called Kevin Loves Tacos. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it all started because of the whole Taco Tuesday thing. And he's always going to these different places. But but this is even more involved than that. He'll be riding his bike. And it'll show you like an overhead of him riding his bike. And I'm yes. like, how the hell is he doing that? That's, you know? Yeah, that's a, that's a 360 camera on a monopod. And it's designed. Okay where it sees all 360 degrees except for right at the very bottom and it makes okay. the makes the selfie stick invisible okay okay so you, okay so, so, you so get a, you get he's a, got that attached to his bike or something or oh yeah they've got motorcycle attachments for those monopods. Oh, okay okay uh and you can also do it like with a car they got suction cups you can put on your back window you put a 10-foot monopod on there with your camera oh, wow. at the top so when you're filming it, it looks like there's a drone flying over your car well, and that's and that's what I was. But I was wondering, how in the hell could he be doing that? He's going all through town and everything, and uh, how could he be controlling a drone and, and riding his bike exactly. all over town? I couldn't figure out. You know, I, I didn't really ask him. I was going to ask him how he was doing that because there are these videos he makes are really cool. Yeah, there's some pretty cool stuff you can do. Uh, like, an, uh, you can fly through an open window. You figure, well, how can you fly through an open window? <laughs> right, right. Well, or, or or under a chair, you can fly everywhere with these things. What you do. Wow. You, put, you put your camera on a monopod, you go halfway under the object, you pause it, okay. then you go to the other side, unpause it, and the editing, it already knows how to splice them together. It's called stitching it. It's able no to stitch kidding. them, and it looks like you're literally flying through things. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's really impressive. Really impressive. That's cool as hell. That is yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, it's like, it's like you know, if I'm on stage with a, with a band and I'm recording them, I could go back there by the drummer, fly under his cymbals, not not live. Um, this has to be uh, recorded and do it all yeah. post editing. You know, fly through his cymbals, go the other side, come out. It looked like I'm flying through the drum kit. I mean, you can do all sorts <laughs> of things. That is cool That's as amazing. well. Like you could realistically shoot an entire concert that way and release it on DVD. Oh yeah, you know, and, and right now I think it's pretty much in its infancy because when 360 first came out, 
a lot of people were turned off by it saying, who's going to watch a 360 video? Well, that's the cool thing right. about the, the new software. Now you can watch it in 360 with virtual headset on where you're yeah. just looking around, looking at everything. Or, <laughs> you know, you, like I said, you could edit it into a 16 by nine regular video where, you know, you select your shot where you want to go and you just all edit together where you've got real smooth right. transitions to the next scene and, so I, I've been really getting into that here the last few. You know weeks. what also be really cool, Dan. Well, I, can't, I can't wait to see it. You know what also be cool, Dan. Giving the concert experience to people that really don't have the chance to see them, like you could go walk through the audience and shit, and yeah. make it look like they're an audience member. Yeah. See, that's one thing too. You know, uh, when you have a camera, you know, you're say you're focused on the band. Well, mm -hmm. I'm curious what the audience is doing too at a certain point. Mm -hmm. You know, well, what you do, you take the video all the way to that certain point in the song. And then you edit it, you turn around and you take the 360 part. So it's a real quick cut. So you yeah. can see the reaction real quick. You don't have to have two cameras. It's one camera doing everything. What you could do is like not hire somebody, but have somebody with you and have them stand in the audience with the camera, like on the front, on the rail. And yeah. you, could, you could splice the two together so that people can see what it's like to be in the audience as well. Yeah, exactly. And that I, would be cool. It, the, 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 well, it's, un, it's unlimited. And I'll tell you what. The, you know, the, the stabilization too is something else, you know, with regular camera, you got the shaking of your hand, you know, yeah, absolutely. You know, it, you know, that's the hard part. Oh, they also got it too, where you can actually do a walking tour. Like, like Royce does where you're, when you were at Clint Eastwood's place. Okay. You could have been walking around and have an inset in the far corner of you. Cause it's seeing you too. Oh. It's also oh, yeah. seeing what's ahead. Yeah. So you can do an inset while you're walking. It's live. You know, oh, that's so you great. So you can see where you're going, and you can see the person that's doing it. That's that'd be kind of that'd be kind of scary on a virtual reality because you're seeing like the house, and you're like, "What's behind me?" And you see Royce's face, yeah, like right up <laughs> the camera. That would be very, that would be very scary. <laughs> hey, hey Dan, okay, we're talking about concerts. Like in April 23rd, I'm going to see Alice Cooper at Ace Frehley's show right here in Paso Robles, just up the highway from me. And of course I want to film a little bit and stuff like that. I'd like to have it on my show, you know, but it, we, it always comes back to the goddamn copyright stuff, you know, how, uh, how yeah. do we, how do we, I mean, I think you can show stuff like that on Facebook, but not on some channel where you may eventually get paid someday. It winds up being a copyright thing, right? Yeah. I, I, I had that issue with the Rolling Stones. Uh, when, right, the Rolling Stones right. when the Rolling Stones were here in November, I figured, well, this isn't a pre-recorded song. They're doing it live. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't they, matter. Right. It does Yeah. So uh, what you do, you just dispute it. And mm -hmm. usually Thank those copies, you know, once you dispute right. it, you wait about 30 days and either the, they'll go ahead and let you monetize it or they won't. And with the Rolling right. Stones, they eventually let me have it. Well, if, oh, you're, they if, if you're not monetizing it, though, like if you're not setting to make profit off of it put in the description for fair use and put like there's a, an actual text that you can find to state i don't own this but i have the legal rights to play it and not profit off of it because there is a fair use act yeah and a lot of times too if, if somebody makes a video like uh, that what they'll do they'll find the original copyright owner and any clicks will go to that person who who owns the video i mean the, the rights to that song so but see when you're monetized it's almost like, you know, they, they, you know, they give that option, but like I, I did a video with my, for my wife on her memorial and everybody, everybody put up copyright claims because I'm doing Aerosmith, a bunch of other songs on there, but one by one, they allowed me to use it except for Chicago. Well, Chicago would okay. not let me use one of their songs. So in that portion of the video, it just dead silent. There's no, no audio. Well, they just took it off. 
they can demonetize just one video. I don't see what the deal is of you playing that song if you're not profiting off of it. Because anything, if anything, it's free publicity for that band. Yeah, they don't care. Like, well, I I have a copyright claim, a copyright claim against me on three or four things that I've done, and I think I think three of them. I was playing an album that had a really a nice colored vinyl. <laughs> I was while the song played, I I. I filmed it, you know, and I put those on as shorts. And uh, so I, I kept them under one minute. But I had a copyright claim and and I followed up on it. It's basically all it says is that if you were to monetize and, and you were getting paid for like a little commercial or something on this particular video, you're going to have to split it, you know, yeah. split it with the person that owns this, you know. Uh, so it wasn't like a real copyright strike, which prevents you from being... Uh, monetized and things like that which i'm still you know i'm a long ways away from that you know i i may or may not live long enough to see monetization on my channel you have well, to have a, a thousand yeah. subscribers and four thousand watch hours you know and on youtube you make like a penny for every thousand viewers some shit yeah it's not, much. It's, not it's not a lot you know it, i I've, I've read stories from people you know the first year the first year they were monetized they made a couple hundred dollars a month or something like that and i don't even know if that's accurate when you see someone like a jordan the lion or something like or a rick beato or one of these some of these guys that are super popular and they'll put a video on and in six hours they've got you know eighteen thousand views you know mm -hmm. and uh they've got to be doing really well you know yeah. Well, the thing is with like, especially Spotify, Spotify and YouTube kind of go hand in hand with this. They are the least paid services out there, but they're the most popular. YouTube will pay you like a penny for every thousand views. Spotify will pay you like less than a penny for every thousand lessons. Like it's some crazy amount that like they, <laughs> they barely pay. And the only reason I'm on those platforms is because they're so popular. It's easier to get yourself yeah. out on them. Well, well I, 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 you know, I do I'll know if you're, if, if you're monetized and somebody uh, disputes the copyright claim, I mean, it, you know, makes a copyright claim against what your work. Well, you can always dispute it with uh, YouTube. Uh -huh. Okay. And then uh, they'll, they'll come back with the results saying, yeah, they're going to go ahead and let you have it or no, you can't use it. Okay. okay, but it, but if you disagree with their judgment, and it comes back against you again, it's a copyright strike. So it's yeah, always okay. it's it's okay to dispute everything once, and then right. be done with it. Don't 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 dispute okay. their decision because yeah. get three three copyright strikes and all your work is gone. I mean, you're, but you're what's history. messed up though is they're able to find the copyright owner. Why not just pay the copyright owner instead of you for that particular video? I don't know how they do it. You know, and what's even harder is movies. If you've got a movie, because I, I, I had some old movies that I put on my YouTube channel, and uh, all of them are being disputed, even though they were in the public domain. There's people that's right. just because just because the movie is not copyrighted doesn't mean the script wasn't copyrighted. Doesn't yeah. mean that, you know, there's different elements in that movie that are copyrighted. But the entire movie itself may not be copyrighted. Exactly. So you say, well, I can use it. So I use it. Next thing I know, I'm getting all these copyright hits saying, you know, they're just. Yeah. You know. But when you go back and dispute them, like one of my movies, uh, I forgot which, Night of the Living Dead, I think it was. I had like five or six uh, claims against that, but I knocked them all down. Now I, I get fully monetized. Anybody watch Night of the Living Dead on my channel, I actually get credit for the 
hits now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's cool. You own Night well, of the Living Dead now. You're going to make a sequel? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, with so many shows out there, it's just it just gets harder and harder to to build up your pool of subscribers. And so I'm always trying to look for a way. And I, I thought I unlocked the holy grail of getting subscribers about two and a half weeks ago. And I like, you know, practically overnight gained about 30 subscribers. And I was like, oh, my God, it's only going to take me another, you know, eight weeks and I'm going to have my thousand. And uh, I woke up the next morning and they'd taken all of them away plus some. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, I went from 270-something to 230-something. I was like, oh, my God. you know. And I complained, but they didn't give a shit. So I've come yeah. up with – anyway, I'm working on it. Yeah. You know, Then, I, then I, I, I see these sites that say uh, you could pay for subscribers and view hours, you know. And then I, I, I read the ones from that actually Google and YouTube put on. And the only way you could pay for subscribers – and I don't know that I would ever do this. There's no guarantee – uh, is through them. Yes, yeah. you can pay YouTube and Google. You can pay them for subscribers for watch hours, but nobody else. Well, the no. way that YouTube and Google work with that is they will move you up the trending list. It's not that they're paying for the subscribers. They're making you easily more accessible. There yeah. are independent companies that you can pay for for more subscribers, but those aren't authentic subscribers. Those are just accounts they created and they just right. subscribe to you. And probably thrown out over time, you know. Well, the yeah. thing the thing I've noticed that gets you more views and more subscribers than anything is when YouTube helps you out. Yep. Uh, yeah, you know, I've got I've got That's my Columbia right. I've got my Columbia Space Shuttle video, and uh, you know I posted it. I was getting some hits. It wasn't that big a deal, but then somehow YouTube put me on a referral thing. They referred people to my video. Oh my God, I was getting ten thousand right. hits a ten thousand hits a day. You know, no, no, Dan, Dan, that that's exactly right. I made a little eight-minute video about six months ago, how to build a patio cover the right way, <laughs> uh, just for fun, and, and put it under my uh, construction channel. And it, it was plodding along, you know, 60 views, 77 views. And all of a sudden, I, I checked it one day, and it was like 250 views. The next day, 300 views. And now it's over 1,000 views, all in like, I think, 90 days, you know. And, and for for five months, it did like nothing, you know, and so that that's one of my one of mine that have broke a thousand. I got a few other there's that are knocking at the door. My Cayucas uh, travel video uh, has got one point two thousand. My Harmony video Har Harmony's. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Harmony. It's on Highway One. You know, goes up and down the California coastline. And Harmony is between Cambria and Morro Bay. And Harmony used to be a creamery, you know. And, uh, you know, with a you know, milk and made cheese and everything like that. And now it's just a little artsy place. They got a glass blower there. There's a population of 18. You can rent the entire town. <laughs> and there's a winery, Harmony, Vine Harmony Vineyards. It sits upon the hill. So we went there and made this fun little video and went up to uh, the winery and drank wine and stuff like that and crawled out, crawled out the door later on. But, um, you know, that's, that's pushing um, 900 right now, you know. It's kind of right behind my Cayucas one on its way up. So I think that's going to break a thousand here before long. And I got a couple of others that are getting close. And, you know, my biggest show as far as like the music shows because of the Kiss Army is the Kiss one we did. You know, I've got 930 or 35 views on that Kiss show. It's 
I, I could probably rerun that through all the through all the Kiss sites, Kiss fan sites, and stuff, and probably get really close to my thousand on that one. See, on my <laughs> channel, like I was trying to do something like outside of Pink Sock to get more get my name out there, and if I get my name out yeah. there, then Pink Sock gets heard. But a lot of the stuff that was hits for me was my reactions. Like I would watch videos or I would watch music videos and shit and I'd react. And I was getting like 2,000 views on one of them. I can't yeah. do that anymore because I have like nine copyright claims on every single fucking video. Oh, jeez. Oh, like every video got a copyright claim. And if I dispute that, then it's an actual copyright issue. So I'm not going right. to dispute any of them. I'm just done doing reactions that way. But me and Garak, I might try to do this again. Me and Garak was doing reactions, but we would listen to the music off camera, then go live and give what we think. Yeah. But well, you know, I went, TubeBuddy. Do you, did you subscribe to TubeBuddy? Um, not yet, but I can oh, right okay. now. Yeah, you can you can put your any show you want. You can put it up, and you can put it through these these analytics and keywords for your hashtags and and all this stuff. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff you can overlook that would actually help you and help oh, your no, show. Oh no, I do have two, buddy. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I don't have the pr most premium. I've got the middle of the road one. But but the most bitter pill to swallow <laughs> for anybody with this show is if if you watch any of these videos on how to you know grow your channel being put on by people with 3 million, you know, subscribers. Uh, it's like good content. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was, it, it's humbling when you see that over and over again. It's like, and, and uh, a lot of, and a lot of content. Pardon me. You need a lot of content too. You got to keep adding yeah. content. Yeah. You can't, you can't right. put, you can't put four videos up and expect anything to happen. Yeah. Some right. of the most popular content creators will release a bunch of content at once. And some of it's garbage, but you know who they are and they are very popular because they are consistent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. And they say consistency is a big thing, you know, like do the, do the show at the same time every week. Don't do it, you know, Monday one week and Thursday, three weeks later, all, all at different times. It's that consistency where people get used to expecting you to come on at a certain time. I, I don't know if I screwed up or not. You know, I was on um, Saturday night and I, I noticed that the numbers were dropping and it wasn't just me, but the view numbers and the people in the chat started just really dropping. And, and I had these, you know, I had guys that were, you know, well, you know, the guys that were kind of co-hosting for, for a while with me for actually quite a while. And they were big kiss fans. And, you know, they had, they all had their own fan base from a show they've been on before. And, uh, and the show, you know, at first it was really strong. Then toward the end, it was really starting to taper off, you know, and uh, with with everybody still there, and so I was trying to figure this out. At the same time, you know, the the restrictions of COVID were going away, yeah. and I remember like we have our Carlton Hotel downtown, which had a a restaurant, and I mean the guy spent twenty seven million dollars rebuilding it, and it, really a beautiful place and big restaurant downstairs with a huge sushi bar inside the restaurant. A bitch and bar, a lounge. There's always somebody in there. Sometimes it was open mic night and things like that. People in there making music. And I swear to God, if you if you were sitting in there on a Friday or a Saturday night before the night was over, it seemed like everybody you knew walked in and bought a drink, you know. And we had a lot of fun times down there. And you know, when when they started lifting the restrictions on COVID, especially in the cities where you've got your favorite club, your favorite bar, where you meet your friends and have a drink and have something to eat. Uh, it seemed like Friday and Saturday nights may not be a good idea anymore because these are the nights that people like to go out. 
And I thought, well, maybe Sundays when everybody's chilling and mellowing out and they're trying to recuperate for the rest of the weekend, uh, uh, might be a good time to try a Sunday. But it really hasn't. It really hasn't improved on Sunday. So I don't know if that was a mistake or not. I think the issue that we're having on the show because we're consistent. We've been on every Monday at noon for the last year. I think the issue with our show is similar to yours is the whole pandemic thing. I think if we pre-recorded, which we might start doing our interviews that way, we might yeah. do some episodes that way and upload it to Spotify and shit and YouTube on Mondays. But for us, it's more so that people just can't listen live anymore. People are listening, but they're listening after the fact. Yeah. So, and the, so, th the thing that I struggle with also, another thing that I struggle with is the length of the shows. Because I'll go back to my analytics, you know, time and time again after I do a show to see, you know, how many people were in the chat, how many comments were made, where my viewers are coming from. Are they subscribers? Are they just recommendations by Google? You know, I go through I go through that like <laughs> it's really taking a lot of my time. <laughs> I yeah. should be getting you know, spending so much time. But I go through that and analyze it just time and time again. And uh, a lot of times I'm getting more viewers just from recommendations, you know, from Google or YouTube than I am from my subscribers, that's you know, they, but, that's why they say being yeah. an entertainer, you have to be mentally insane. And that goes for podcasters too, because we're putting in <laughs> all this work and effort for like nothing. <laughs> but the but, thing is, is what I realized is you've got to stop worrying about how many listeners you have and shit and just put in the work and bust your ass off. Because I've got yeah. a friend that has a decent following and he doesn't worry about how big his following is. He just interacts yeah. with the people that are there and he appreciates the yeah. people that are there. And he just oh, yeah. blew the fuck up. And he's like, whoa, wait. <laughs> he's like, yeah. I didn't worry yeah. about it. Now I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but it, it's kind of, it's a tough deal. You know, it's, it's a tough deal when you, when you wind up uh, for a while, you're having, you know, 35 people in your chat, or maybe you peaked at 40 people in your chat and you've got, 700 chat comments and all of a sudden you're down to like uh the most concurrent people that were in your chat at one time were seven <laughs> and there's like 90 comments you know and maybe 30 of them are mine <laughs> I, I feel i feel you royce because like our average listeners live went from like we used to have 30 or 40 live to yeah. like four and <laughs> right but the thing is is i appreciate the hell out of those four or five because they're the absolutely same consistent Absolutely. people every week tuning in yeah. and they help promote and all that they do the best they can to help promote and i truly appreciate them and eventually it will pay off but what i think we have to do as a community is eventually we might not want to do this because it might not be worth the hassle but we will eventually have to spend our own money to promote to try to get to that point because a lot of these yeah. people pay promotion sponsors and shit to get to that yeah. point right it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> you know, another thing that helps too is networking with each other. Yep. You know, yes. well, uh, you know, right. I'm I'm on your show. You know, next week you can come on my show. Yeah. You know, because right. now you're ex right. being exposed to a whole different audience that you may appeal to. So right. and you and you bring them over right. to your show. So it's I, I think it's great to go around and you know guest host on other people's shows. In, uh, no, in it, it's fantastic, and and not I didn't do this last night, but the week before. Uh, the show that I had before, I gave I gave all of you guys a shout out, you know, uh, Dan, Mike, Caitlin, uh, Robert, Robert. Oh, I gave Robert a shout out, and uh, I, I gave a whole uh, Rachel's music, ma'am, who popped in on my show last night, surprised me. 
but I gave like everybody that I ever interact with on shows, I gave them all a shout out. It, it, it was a long list too. It took me about five or 10 minutes to get through it because I was paying, you know, compliments to them and talking about, you know, their shows and things like that. And it was like, like the first 10 minutes of my show, like I said, not last night, but the, the week before, you know, and uh, just like I said, giving everybody shout outs and stuff like that. And that's important too. You know, if, 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 if you like people and viewers like your show, then they're going to, you know, maybe go check it out and not always. And, and you know what, another thing too, which is, I probably shouldn't even bring this up, but like a lot of us came from, well, I know me and Dan did, and a lot of other people that we interact with came from another show that we all got, um, uh, we all left, let me put it that way. And some of them left with some really, really hard feelings, you know, and, and they're really like still traumatized from that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I only left because, you know, my daughter is involved in the show and my son-in-law and we all hate each other today. <laughs> I've, I've always wanted to get into pod, podcasting's always been something I wanted to get into. And to go back to the show you're talking about, um, yeah. what that host doesn't realize is, is podcasting isn't a fucking competition. We're all in this together. We're all a community. We should take yeah. care of one another and help one another. And yeah, yeah, a lot of people think I'm inspired by Ryan when it comes to the podcast because I became friends with him around the same time that I started. But it's something yeah, I've yeah. always wanted to do, and he helped me boost my confidence because I'm like, hey, this rock star can do it. Why can't I? So I decided, like, hey, let's do this, and I did it. But the one thing that he taught me was it's not a competition. Because earlier on, he helped promote Pink Sock before he even saw the show. He started right. helping promote it, and so did Kathy Grant, which was part of the show at the time. We're all a community. We're a family. We aren't competition. We should help one another grow. Yeah. Well, that's right. You know, and sadly, like I like I was saying before, some of the people were really abused on this other show, and they were really traumatized. And I can have a show, and I can have a chat, and a couple of people might pop in the chat that may have offended them at one time or another when they were having their problems with the hosts of that show. And um, they don't want those people there. And, and before, I, before I know it, I'm offending people because some of these people come on and they're like, oh, hey, I got new people in the chat. This is great. Hi. Hi, so-and-so. Hi, so-and-so. And they're sitting there looking at me like, we hate them. Why are you doing this? You know. <laughs> and before you know it, they're not showing up anymore. The thing is, is no hate, all love. And that's weird coming from me because I do bust balls <laughs> on this show. I do say some offensive things, but I mean it all in good love. Like if I offend anyone or I upset somebody, if I directly make fun of them or whatever, let me know I won't do it. But like, yeah. it's all in good fun. He would be hateful to be fucking hateful. Right. Well, I consider myself a super, super sensitive person, you know, probably more than most. And I'm not trying to offend anybody. I mean, I'd like to have the liberty to grow my show a little bit by interacting with others, but I don't want to offend anybody, especially my friends that have helped my show yeah. and and rallied people to come to my show. And I feel I feel really bad. And it's like, I don't know, you know, it's like some of them have been offended for some reason, and they just they went they went from being my biggest fan, so I don't even see them anymore. Well, the issue yeah. is I'm the, last, I'm the last to know what I did wrong. Well, the issue is, is animalistic instincts that humans have. They, a lot of, a lot of humans have issues taking their ego, bottling it up, like getting rid of their ego and trying to get along with one another, whether they agree with the way the person is or not. And yeah. that becomes very toxic. 
Um, yeah. A lot of people's egos get in the way and talking about the show that you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. ego, that's all it is. I mean, you can't coexist with another show. So you'd rather bash that show. Yeah. And you know, and if you go on that show, uh, and I go, you know, I go, I pop in just to see what's going on sometimes, how many views they have, who's in the chat. And I can never count more than three to five men in the chat, you know, and it's, it's all, it's all the girls now, because I think mm -hmm. a lot of the guys have figured it out, you know, <laughs> what's going on there. Oh, a whole and, lot of self-promotion going on there too. A lot of self-promotion. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah, speaking of, sure. we did have Royce promote, Dan. It would be wrong of me to not let you promote. Go ahead. Oh, well, I, I don't have anything really consistent right now. I'm still in the development phase. Okay. It's been taking me a long time. I've had some issues, you know, you know, my wife passing and, you know, yeah. and I, there's other things. I've had three heart attacks this oh. year and, you know, so I, I'm a little slow, but I'm still developing things behind the scenes, even though I'm not producing anything yet. Well, very little. Do you plan but, on doing a podcast like this style where you interview people that you've met over the years? Occasionally. I won't do it all the time. It just, okay. it's, a, it's a lot of work. And, uh, well, you know, I was talking to a guy. He was in a, well, he's in a band. And uh, I told him, I, you know, hey, let's, let's come, on, come on my show. We'll do a live interview. He refused. He said, I will not do live. He was in a band early on in his career in the 80s that were very popular. Okay. And uh, when he left the band, there was a whole lot of hard feelings. He has a whole, he has a hard time holding those feelings in, mm -hmm. and he's afraid he's going to say something stupid live. So he agreed to an interview, but I got to do it all edited. You know, he doesn't. So a lot of people like that. They don't want to be live. Yeah, you know, that's it, a, that's an issue we've had on the show, and also this is why we're going to start pre-recording our interviews because a lot of people yeah. aren't available yeah. at the same time. And what you yeah. could do, Dan is we do have Kathy who does reignite. She interviews like eighties musicians. You could do a show like she does once a month. She goes yeah. live once a month with a guest and then that's it. No, not once a week. Like we do. I mean, it's hard to get a guest once a week. We have most of our shows anymore. is just us bullshitting with you guys. But that makes for a fun show too. You know, yeah. you got, you got to go way off script, you know, well, and, and just just ad lib, you know. I mean, I try to. Oftentimes, I'll call my show a certain thing. This is going to be Alice Cooper. This is going to be Muhammad Ali. This is going to be whoever. But but you wind up off script a lot, and, and it's even better that you do that too. Not not to uh, spoil anything, but this show we don't we don't script. Even when we have a guest, like right. I'll have Naomi write up a biography so that I know who the person is, exactly. like what they're about. But I don't stick right. to right. the script. Like when no, I had no. when I had Clive Jackson on last week, I knew who he was. Like I was aware. Like I read his biography. No yeah. planned questions. Like I had questions up here that I wanted to ask. But if you make a script, nine times out of ten, you're not sticking to it anyway. <laughs> Especially on a show like this, where like no, people just want no. to talk. <laughs> but I, but I think I think it's better that way. You know, you can have a little, you know, a basic. This is kind of what the show is going to be about and maybe start with a little bit of that. But, you know, when it starts going off script, I mean, I think we're all having more fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it kind of is yeah. a double edged sword, because if you have a set topic <laughs> and somebody yeah. tunes in and they're like, that ain't what they're talking about, then that's when people leave, too. Like, it's no. Kind of and, I, and, I, and I know that, you know, I, I, I went to um, Carmel and visited Clint Eastwood's Mission Ranch and had dinner there. 
And then we went down to the Hogsbreath Inn, which he owned for 20, 22 or 27 years. And, and, and that was really fun down there because we we're kidding around with the people that work there and stuff like that and some of the other people in there. And um, But at the time that I did that, the movie Cry Macho was coming out at that exact same time. So to get attention, <laughs> you know, my advertisement was Cry Macho, you know. And I think there were some people that went there expecting to see something about the movie. <laughs> And, and found out it had nothing to do with the movie. So you have to be careful what you do there, you know? Yeah. That's why our show, if you notice, we will have like some topics sometimes. Yeah. But we only do two or three and then we do and much more because we never yeah, yeah, get yeah. to like one topic. And I'm trying to change the name of my live podcast too. You know, it's, it's music and other interesting topics or something like that now. Well, I like probably... Royce in the I like Royce in the house because it's you. You talk about whatever you want. You're Royce. You're in the house. <laughs> <laughs> call it free work? call it free for all. Yeah, free for all. <laughs> yeah, free for all. <laughs> I'm in the jailhouse. <laughs> How about this? You make an alternative podcast called the Blue Waffle Podcast. <laughs> 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 that's probably a good idea <laughs> <laughs> and i'll just co-host every now and again <laughs> yeah you know it's uh it's interesting i mean i i have fun doing this and uh and before your show started i was on rachel's show you know and uh she was on my show last night and she was telling everybody how much fun and she talked about you you know mike and uh and talked about scott and was wanting to know how to reach him on instagram and maybe buy an album from him and things like that and and she was really, uh, she was really impressed with all of you. You know, she really enjoyed coming on last night. I'll well, uh, tell, you, tell you what, Rachel has got to be the busiest podcaster there is out there. Oh my God! Yeah, two shows, two shows a day, and every time you know, I'll see she's on. You know, and I'll click on and see what's going on. Right, Consi consistently fifty people every time. Yeah, yeah, fifty, fifty-six <laughs> people like every single time. It's almost like you wonder if she's not putting that number in herself. It's always like fifty-six. <laughs> 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 no, her, her show was fun. We were actually talking about Ukraine and stuff this morning, and people mm. were getting their digs in on Putin and things like that. And it also of course, I can't, resi that I can't resist when those topics come up. Huh? It actually helps Rachel a lot too because she's highly intelligent when it comes to music. Like yeah, she, she knows is. Yeah. everything. Like I'll right. be honest, I was a little embarrassed last night because I was a little high. I'll be honest, and we was talking <laughs> about Alice Cooper, and I'm like, the panties was in. Uh, and I couldn't guess the name. She got it. And then, like, I usually know my music trivia, but I was all right. And, I, and I'm actually stepping on them as you guys are talking about it, looking for them. <laughs> and, and then and then she said, um, I forget what it was, but it was uh, some album. And I said 73 instead of 71. And she corrected me. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> no, she, she really knows a lot. You know, she, she keeps all those people on her show straight. But but she has kind of a fun cast and they rotate in and out and uh, I didn't uh, I didn't go on the show I just I just participated in the chat this morning you know mm -hmm. but it was fun I, I enjoyed doing it and uh, uh, she's she's got her show is there's no format or anything it just like I said she'll mention something that Sir James is going to put a puzzle together and somewhere in the show, there's these puzzle pieces being picked up and moved together and Sir James puts a puzzle together. You know, I saw that this morning. <laughs> but that's what she advertised as her show. And that was just a little tiny, small part of it because her shows, I mean, they're like two plus hours, you know, 
And, and that's another thing that's kind of hard. And I, I don't know how you feel about it because we, it, it's really easy to like go three hours if you're not careful. Yeah. And, and also an issue that I have with the show is coming up with a topic because yeah. and coming up with like, cause I do flyer pictures for every episode. Like I actually have a thumbnail photo and yeah. Yeah. two years in over what, 200, 300 episodes, you start running out of ideas. <laughs> well, I know, and that's why I'm trying to get away from so much album unboxing because I've done the Stones twice. I've done the Beatles twice. Um, I, 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 I feel like I almost blew it on Led Zeppelin. I had three Led Zeppelin albums, and I do a Led Zeppelin unboxing, you know. And <laughs> I think I almost embarrassed myself. Fortunately, my co-host also had stuff, you know, that helped out. Since and you I have had... a music podcast, I have an idea for you, though. Okay. Um, you could do something on your channel that's no, not live, or you can do a secondary thing called Throwback Thursdays or Wayback Wednesdays, where you discuss a band that isn't around anymore that never got yeah. the popularity they deserve. You know what? My wife brought that up to me and actually printed a bunch of stuff off the computer along those lines. Bands that, you know, they might have written a bunch of songs for other people and kind of were coming close to being really recognized but just never never turned the corner on it you know and so I, we, I have that on my list of shows but i think it's a great idea it really is a great idea because i had a media company and i was planning on doing that again with the one that i help out i help out with audio yeah. and entertainment which i haven't had a chance to do lately right. but i did a thing called like way back wednesdays and throwback thursdays i did both yeah and well, what i started what i've started doing just to try to get my watch hours up is I've been throwing two or three sh my old shows up and starting with on Facebook with the caption Throwback Thursday. Well, you know, the way that I did it was way throwback. back Wednesday was us bringing up bands that like most people might not have heard of that were together at one time or whatever. And then Throwback Thursday was we do album reviews. So I would review an album that came out years ago. Like I would re-listen okay. to an album and then review yeah. it. And some of the bands we covered are bands yeah. that you might not have heard of. Like, uh, you might have heard of them, Dan, but two, which is two, the number two, W-O, which it was a band formed by Rob Halford and uh, John Five. Uh, it was an industrial metal band. They came out when Rob Halford came out of the closet. Um, they were an industrial metal band. They released one music video, one album, and that's it. They're a one and done kind of thing. They did two. Yeah, and no, I I never have heard of them. Yeah, yeah. Rob Halford also had that band, uh, Fight. Yeah, Fight, which uh, the first album featured Russ Parrish, who also is currently the guitarist of uh, Steel Panther. Uh. uh that was a '90s metal band with uh, Rob. Uh. They they did Fight, and then I believe two came out after that, and then Halford came out. Which Halford uh, features on lead guitar, the singer of Damage Plan. Oh yeah, Pat Pat Lockman. Yeah. He's the guitarist of uh Halford. Was last he also Go ahead. Was he also the guitarist of the Last Fight album or was that a different guy? Uh I, I think he was I think he was there. I think that was him. It might have I'm not sure. Uh I'll look up the second Fight album, but yeah, he was the guitarist of uh Halford. I at least know that. Yeah, I got to know Pat for a while when during Damage Plan days. I figured cool. you would have, because <laughs> you know, Pat was you know. Well, I already knew Vinny and Dime, and uh, Bob Zilla was new to me too. I didn't know Bob Zilla back then till Damage Plan, and uh, you know when we were in Chicago for the tribute to Dimebag. This is like February of '05, and uh, here I am in downtown Chicago with my wife and my daughter, 
there was Pat Lockman across the street, you know, and he's pointing at me, you know, it's pretty cool when a rock star points at you and they know you, you know, <laughs> right, right. But Pat, uh, Pat kind of disappeared, you know, after Dimebag's murder, uh, the band kind of was a little pissed at him uh, because they said he was the biggest chicken shit during the shooting that, that anybody. And uh, he's the, he's the one you hear on the video yelling, someone called nine one one. That's Pat on the microphone yelling. And he said he ran out of there like a scared chicken. I mean, to and, be uh, honest, but, but I don't, you know, Hey, I probably would have done the same thing. I mean, I would have too. I would have been like, there's guns fought, shot fired. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and of course then after, you know, a couple of months went by, I think three or four months had gone by. Pat started doing music again. And the damage plan camp was pretty pissed about that saying it was too soon. And they just kind of shrugged him out and Pat kind of disappeared. He did start another band for a couple of years. I forgot what the name of it was. I'm but then sorry, he, but all due respect, everyone mourns differently and you should be able to work after a yeah. tragedy like that. Yeah. They just said it was disrespectful for him to jump back into the music industry so quick. And then he just kind of disappeared after that. I don't know. I don't know where he's at now. Oh, by the way, uh, no, he wasn't in fight. He was only in Halford. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. Fight had Brian Tilsey and Mark uh, Chauzy in the band after Russ left. Halford, Pete, no, uh, no, uh, Pat, sorry. Pat no longer plays guitar for uh, Halford. Halford recently reunited, actually. Mm. Uh, he left the band when the original run was over. The current guitarist is Mike Chauzelik, who actually played for them with Pat. And then the other guitarist is Roy Z, who replaced Pat. Hmm. So uh, I tell you what, you know, some of my best memories of being backstage with the band is with Judas Priest. I mean, yeah. th that that was a blast. Two times, two times I got to go backstage with, and you know, it's not like a green room where it's a little room with a couple of couches. This is like a damn apartment, you know. <laughs> you know, and it was just full of food. There's food everywhere, and uh, a little cool story about that. Uh, Rob wasn't there. Rob had his own place. He wasn't with the rest of the band members. And so we're, we're back there eating and drinking with Judas Priest. And, uh, Glenn Tipton said, uh, Hey, are there any clubs still open around here? We said, yeah, there's one down to West end in Dallas. He goes, well, let's go down there. So I go, well, how are we all going to get down there? And he goes, well, we'll take the tour bus. I think, well, who's going to drive? Glenn said, well, I'll drive. He goes, I know how to drive the bus. And I go, cool. So we're about to get loaded up on the bus. I'm getting ready to take the Judas Priest tour bus and party with the guys. Everybody, everybody but Rob Halford. And uh, the guy that I came there with that night, I was I was with him. It, you know, he was my ride. He comes walking in and he's just sick drunk. I gotta go home, man. <laughs> Shit. I had to drive him home. I didn't get the chance to go. I was so pissed. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you get to meet Rob Halford eventually? One time. One the time. Dude's, the dude's cool as shit. I follow him yeah. on Instagram. He's cool as fuck. He actually posted a uh, picture. It's him holding a pick. And he's like, I went and saw my favorite band today. He went and saw fucking Behemoth. That yeah. is Rob Halford's favorite band right now. And he has the pick. And the band entered... Uh, invited him backstage to hang out and he was acting like a fucking fan like he's like hmm. I met my favorite band and the guys at Behemoth is like you're a fucking metal god why are you acting like <laughs> <laughs> well you know rock, rock stars are fans too that's what Dimebag told yeah. me one time uh, the band I used to manage called Aska they were performing at a little club in Arlington Texas and Dime and Vinny show up like they always did and uh, Dime is standing right next to me and he said he's just getting into it you know 
And I told him, I said, I said, you know how odd it is to see a rock star like you just in a little club head, head banging to a local band. He goes, hey, man, he goes, hey, man we're fans too. Yeah. Right, right. That's funny. Is Aska still around? True. Yes, Aska performed a couple of weeks ago. Because I remember that name. They were they never met like huge fame, but they played Rocklahoma. Oh yeah, Rocklahoma. Their biggest uh, fame came back in uh, the early nineteen nineties. Uh, mm-hmm. They were all four. All, all four of the members were from Panama. They're American citizens, but they lived in the Panama Canal Zone. And huh. uh, uh, this was back when Noriega was getting busted down there in Panama, and he was held. Noriega was held up in a, a church, I think it was. And the U.S. military had him surrounded, and he wouldn't come out. So they start playing rock, heavy metal music to blast him out of there. Well, some of that music came from Ask It. was their demo tape. And uh, cool. the Department of Defense, you know, you know, caught eye of them and said, hey, we like you guys. You know, you supported what happened down in Panama. So they signed them up for the Department of Defense tour. I mean, they were in Saudi Arabia, Kuwait. They went to... Uh, what, 34 different countries on six different tours Damn, with, with the department of defense, you know, and then when that came to an end and that's about the time, well, dime baggies come around all the time, but he, once they were home more often, dime bag would come by. So they got the little notoriety for that dime bag playing with them. Hey Dan, next week we don't have a guest. So if you're able to come on and continue talking, that would be awesome. But we are at the two hour mark. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go ahead and let you guys promote. I know you've got nothing going on right now, Dan, but if you want to promote your channel so that you can start getting yourself out there, you're more than welcome. You too, Royce. Let's go. Yeah, people people think my YouTube page is called Just the Facts. It's not. The, it, the URL is youtube.com slash askadan. So that'll take you to the, my Just the Facts page. But I'm, I'm adding content on there. Right now it's kind of slow, but I'll be putting more stuff on here hopefully in the next month or so. So are you competing with Ask Jeeves? Is that what you- <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there, there's actually a story about how, how I got my nickname, Ask a Dan. You know, I was kind of like the fifth member of Ask a. I mean, I, I did just about everything but being a musician. <laughs> are you still in connections with those guys? Oh, yeah. George Calls, my, one of my best friends. Well, if uh, they start doing podcast appearances, have them email me. Yeah. they In fact, they were on my very first uh, podcast I ever did. You know, I had Ask on there. Because I'm familiar with the name, but I'm not like that big into knowing much about the band. So I'd really like to talk to them. Yeah, they were when I first met them, they were like in their late 20s. You know, now they're in their 50s. So, you know, they all got married and had kids. And so things slowed down over the years. But, uh, you know, they're still together. I heard Ozzy say one time, and this might be the case for a lot of other men, <laughs> that it's really weird to sing songs that you wrote in your youth. Because <laughs> it's like it's weird seeing like with Ozzy, a seventy-year-old man, go out there and sing horror rock songs with Black Sabbath. <laughs> like he always said that, that just felt weird to him. You know, something something I always thought that when I was younger, like with the, when the Beatles were around, thinking, well, you know, back then they were like in their twenties and thirties. I thought one of these days these rock stars are going to be old. What's it going to be like when we have all old rock stars? What's that going to be like? You know? <laughs> What's right. happening? And to me, that's something I, you know, I've been thinking about a whole lot here lately because we're starting to lose them all, mm-hmm. you know, and it's cool to kind of go back and look at their, some of their history, some of the, the unknowns, well, the forgottens, you know, from the past, you know, like uh, Proko Haram the other night, you know, they lost their, you know, lead singer, you know, and man, what a loss, you know, yeah. so it's, it's, I think it's good to talk about these older 
rock uh, people before they're gone. Yeah, I do too. What's I agree. Really fucked up though is think about this: in the next fifteen to twenty years, Pantera will be considered oldies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Di- cons- yeah, Dimebag died when he was thirty-eight, and he would be what mid fifties now, fifty-six. Yeah. You know, in the, next just, few, in the next like 20 years, they're now considered classic metal well, classic rock. Uh, here in the next 20 years, they will be considered oldies. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking scary. <laughs> could you imagine? Well, you know, <laughs> could yeah, you imagine yeah. like in the nursing home, you're like, put on the old music that grandpa enjoyed in his youth, and they yeah. put on like fucking like oh, uh, fucking hostile. yeah, fucking hostile, yeah, yeah, it's fucking <laughs> Everybody's in their wheelchairs, fucking moshing. <laughs> <laughs> A new level. And they're all like headbanging in their wheelchairs and shit. But anyway, go subscribe <laughs> to Askadan. It's uh, YouTube.com Askadan. Are you on Facebook? Yeah, uh, Dan McNew. Okay, you don't have like a uh, like a Facebook page yet. Uh, not for that. Not for the okay. my video stuff. No. Okay, and Royce, you are just Google Royce in the oh, YouTube Royce. Yeah, Royce in the house on YouTube. Multiple playlists. Uh, the live podcast is is music. It started out just album unboxing, talking about a band and the concerts and the and the musicians that are in the band and the songs, and it, it's it's expanding out now. We're trying to uh, you know do other things too, not just all music and certainly not all album unboxing. We still we're still going to talk about a lot of musicians and bands and stuff, but uh, it won't be as much album unboxing. You know, I think that's kind of uh, as far as that being a steady thing has kind of ran its course. So we're trying to we're trying to branch out. I'm I'm looking forward to having some good interviews coming up with people that uh, are of some notability. And uh, I've got some people I'm working on now. It's hard to get people to come on. Even even my um, show that had to do with uh, war songs a couple of weeks ago. This is a friend of mine, and he he was uh, embedded in Afghanistan, and he was also a sniper, but he was there training the Afghanis to fight. And he wrote this book, and it's actually, they're making a screenplay out of it right now that they're going to circulate in Hollywood and maybe make a movie out of it, you know. And uh, he's a friend of mine, his, 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 his family, the family he married into, uh, they've been friends of mine for 40 years. And, uh, in fact, in fact, his father-in-law and mother-in-law gave me, uh, gave me and Betty tickets to go see Velvet Revolver. <laughs> so I anyway, he, it's all, it's all autographed and stuff like that. And, and, uh, it, it's a great book, you know, it's a really a great book. And I thought it would be really appropriate if I could get him to come on during, uh, if I could get him to come on during the, uh, you know, the, the show that I was having that, that talked about songs that were inspired by war, you know, and uh, I think he wanted to, but he just, he, at the last, right at the last, he said he just couldn't, you know, and uh, so that, I think that would have been a really fun interview. I mean, we're talking about a guy that wrote, wrote a freaking novel here about his experiences over there, you know, and uh, I mean, he's a real soldier, soldier too. And uh, so anyway, so that, that's one I tried to get on a couple of weeks ago and I'm working on a few other people now. One of them, one of them hosts a real big show, three or four day show every year in Vegas. Been putting it on forever, and he's got. I've got a copy of his book, and I mean, I've got. There's pictures in it with him partying with you know John Lennon and you know Willie Nelson, you know, and and he he just managed all kinds of bands throughout his career and put shows on, and 
it, he would be it would be a real score to get him on because there's a tons and tons of people that have been in his shows over the years it would be maybe a little bit easier if i got him to come on to get some of them to come on as well you know uh you know maybe open the open the floodgates a little bit on stuff like that but anyway so i'm working on different things and i, I think more interviews is going to be the future you know well, if you need help getting musicians on your show, I am connected with a uh, PR company. They might not be pop like big, big musicians. Like I get yeah. a lot of like indie musicians on my show occasionally. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, but if you're interested in having like a musician like that on the show or whatever, I can hook you up with the PR company that I work with. Yeah, no, no, I'm totally interested. You know, I'd like I'd like to start doing, you know, maybe every other show. So Interview. I'm gonna I'm gonna end the podcast. You guys can stay here because okay. I would like to. Discuss no, no, I, I gotta get going too. I've got a whole bunch of stuff. To I got work a on. question for you guys. Okay. Um, next week I won't be able to do the show live because I work. I was wondering if you guys would like to just do a live show without me and just talk, and keep the show going because I don't like canceling. So yeah, no, no, yeah, canceling's not good. Who would control the streamyard? Uh, Naomi controls the uh, chat and everything. Oh, okay. She's she's our producer. She's in charge of all that shit. I just control like who gets shown when. But okay, well, I, the the only thing is, I mean, I would I would like to do it. And, um, the only thing is, uh, right now I'm kind of unemployed. <laughs> okay. Well, you're more than welcome to come on. Uh, we can just send you the invite link. But guess yeah. who the guess who the host is next week? Who's the host? We we have a we have a host announcement. We have um this guy. He's gonna hey, be the, he's all gonna right. Be the, he's gonna move up to host next week. Oh, Make us proud, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, no, Greg. That's, that's gonna be fun. Because I was gonna pre-record the episode, but I think it'd be a lot of fun to see what Greg is capable of. Because I know he's capable of a lot. I've seen it. I saw oh, the rash. Yeah. We all saw it last week. No, um, but. Greg, well, you, you may wind up being his co-host. <laughs> well, we I actually quit calling Greg the co-host. We call each other just host because just host. Yeah. It's not, it sounds cocky to me because this show isn't necessarily just mine now. It took on a body of its own. We've got Greg, we've got Naomi, we've got the chat. So I just call Greg the host now and Naomi right. the host. Um, right. right. So Greg, cool. and I'm doing my That's best actually, to promote the show as well. So if you see it on Tinder, um Bumble, uh. maybe like TikTok <laughs> and stuff like that. That's from me. So next week, Greg is going to be Hi. hosting the show. I might be able to jump in during my lunch break, but that, that that's an iffy. But so when you, when you say next week, is there is it Monday again? Monday the seventh, Monday. same time. We go the Monday. same time every week. I was going to pre-record next week's episode because some of our interviews are going to start being pre-recorded. The show is going to be live. Like we're going to do the introduction live, but then we're going to show the pre-recorded interview. But next week, I'm just going to go live. I'm not going to pre-record nothing. I might do a little video introducing Greg uh, to show, but I'm not going to be able to be there because I work until 3 p.m. The show starts at noon. Cool. I just, you know, I just noticed uh, as a guest, I can show a video file on here. Yep, you can. Okay. Yeah. So next week, if you want to show a video file, you can show whatever you want, guys. 
Uh, tune in next week, even though I'm not going to be there. Tune in next week because it's going to be a lot of fun. Dan has a lot of cool stories. Royce has a lot of cool stories. You're not going to have my fucked up sense of humor, so it's going to be more professional. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I must show you my nipple. <laughs> and he won't show his nipples. But anyway, next week it is official. Adam Garak is your get is your host. And look, Dan was going to flash me. <laughs> Dime. That's a cool team set, by the way. I like that. I That's love it. Cool. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It is. Guys, I think that's check, from 2007, I think. Go check out Ask a Dan on uh, YouTube. Check out Royce in the House on YouTube and Pink Sock Podcast on YouTube, Facebook. And we're on all streaming platforms. If you guys are interested in getting yours on streaming platforms as well, I will give you a little bit of uh, information on how to do that. It is a long process, but it's worth it in the long run. It doesn't cost. It doesn't cost, but it does take time, especially when you have as many episodes as you do and I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now, I, if you want, like, I can probably take two days and do it for you, but I would have to have your login and shit to do it. Right. Um, But... It's it's pretty simplistic. It's not that hard yeah. once you get every episode on there. It's not hard. You just got to keep right. up with it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I bought an external hard drive to that has every episode I've ever released on it, just in case YouTube decides to be assholes. I have mm. everything saved. That's a great idea. I have all the videos saved. I have all the MP3s saved. I have all the flyers saved. All that. So if like YouTube yeah. decides to like say, "Hey, copyright strike, boom," and takes me off. I can still upload somewhere else. Um, but thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Uh, Dan, uh, thank you for coming in and thank you for coming in next week uh, ahead of time. And thank you guys for everything. You guys are awesome. Check out their guys, these shows. They're awesome. Uh, and remember, live long, rock hard until next week. <laughs> Love you guys. Okay, man. Thank you.